0: Hello there, and welcome to the really long episode of the year, where we're going to talk about all of the Oscar nominations for the 93rd Academy Awards. My name is Mike Burge. I am joined today by Diana DeMuro. Hey, yo. Bernadette Gorman-White. Hello. Robert Leo Anderson. Hi. Hey. And of course, the man with the plan, Jack Kolejewski. Hello. Uh, we're not going to really mess around right now because we've got a lot to talk about. We got 23 full categories, so pretty much we have divided them up, uh, and we're just going to be talking about them piece by piece, spending a different amount of time on each one and kind of, uh, building up all the way to best picture. We're going to be giving you our picks. Some of these picks might be who we want to win. Some of them might be, uh, deadly forms of competition, uh, on who will win uh, Bernadette is the reigning uh, champ Champ, right you won
1: last year I, I don't years. mean to brag but I've won mm-hmm. all three of the years we've done it oh three years.
0: and you know also it should be noted that Bern is the one that keeps track of all of this too so
2: yeah you know. you're not I wrong
0: mean,
3: <laughs> Bern also picks the Oscars like for real so if <laughs> yeah. you have any problems yeah. with the some, choices some insider yeah. knowledge <laughs>
0: <laughs> when they say the Oscars are rigged, they're talking about Burdict <laughs> one
3: one very specific person,
0: one person.
1: Just nice. just don't dox me. Other than that
0: in, 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 into each generation one is chosen <laughs> <laughs> um, So we're gonna just jump right in. Uh, do any of you guys have anything to say about the Oscars in general before we start? Any any uh, like buttering of the bread that you wish to do?
4: Back to the movies.
3: Yeah. That's all <laughs> I, feel I like got. feel like we could have let this one go. Could have just had a gap year. You know what I mean? did we have sabbatical. a gap year? I
4: guess
3: we did. Did anyone watch the Golden Globes?
0: No. Nah. Yeah. We did. It was amazing with them trying to do the Golden Globes in like, you know, this is an odd year with the- um, Tax What support. was it called? What, what was it? It's, um, what happened last year that we <laughs> Oh, there's an election. Yeah, what was it?
1: Uh, Zoom meetings.
0: Um, Zoom got really big. Zoom Zoom got got really big. big.
3: There's that Sonic (laughs) the Hedgehog movie.
0: I'm interested to see what they're going to do, especially because it's uh, semi-produced by Steven Soderbergh, so maybe it'll all be shot on uh, iPhone 7s.
2: (laughs) No, they said some of it's going to be in person.
3: Yeah, no, no, no,
0: yeah. They're going to do some of the stuff like they did at the Globes,
3: probably. Steven Soderbergh going house to house with his iPhone. Filming yep. <laughs> your, all of your favorite celebrities I
0: would makes watch me that.
1: well, yeah, makes me proud to still have an iPhone seven. Ooh.
0: And the Oscars are the ones where, like, they'll like be standing in front, like they send an, a person like in a suit with the Oscar to each of the nominees, and they just stand there. And if you don't win, they walk away. <laughs> Jeez. So let me ask you guys what? this: That'd be good,
3: who will be the Oscar <laughs> winner who accepts their Oscar in their own home in their? sweatpants, and hoodie.
2: Jason Sudeikis. I no, mean, he's already sorry, done it no. once, so we I need know. somebody new. We need, he's need he's to do it again. a new one. He looks so sad.
3: <laughs> he looks so relaxed. Take over
5: the he looks
0: Academy so happy. Awards. Are you kidding?
2: Yeah. He's chilling. He's chilling.
0: All right, let's jump in. Our first category we're going to be talking about, I think Jack's going to be pretty excited about this one. We're going to be talking about Best Supporting Actress. This is of my favorite are... category. It's it's his favorite one. <laughs> the nominees are um, Maria Baklava from uh, Borat subsequent movie film, Glenn Close from Hillbilly Elegy, Olivia Coleman from The Father, Amanda Seyfried from Mank, and Yuzhong Yon from Minari.
3: Is it is it Baklava or Bakalova?
1: I Could thought it was Bakalova. One. I'm assuming it's
3: probably not like the.
0: Dessert,
1: it's not
2: baklava. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, I, I figured maybe like the dessert,
2: delicious. That'd Be nice.
4: The dessert is she's good. So she's so sweet. She was named after it.
0: She's and also how the story goes. Who wants to? Uh, who wants to tell us
2: their pick first? I'm kicking it, Grandma from Minari. Done.
4: She was very. I wanted.
2: I wanted to win, and I think she's gonna win. So double duty. <laughs> And I don't know how to correctly
1: pronounce her name.
2: Yunjun Yun. Yunjun Yun. Yunjun Yun.
1: I think I'm going to go with you as well, Diana. I, she was awesome. I do think um, her closest competition, I think, in this category is Amanda Seafried from Mank. But mm. I, I do think Yuzhong will probably take it home. Oh, I also just want her to take it home. Yeah. So I'm going to put my, my dog in her corner as well.
2: I went to see Minari again with Linda, and yeah, that was the performance that I was like, oh shit, yeah, they gotta win. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
4: for me, it is Maria uh, Bakalova. Um, it, this is like, you know, I don't know if she's gonna win. I'm really happy she's nominated, and out of these, it's my favorite performance that I've seen. Um but I would love to see her win just because, you know, I don't want to say like the, the doing what the Borat movies like what these what these two actors are doing in that movie particular is like underrated. I think it's, it's like appropriately rated. People really throw a lot of praise at it. But on like the scale of like a competition and something like the Oscars, it'd be really cool to see a role like that get an award, you know, and I think it would really mean a lot for like that type of movie. All the shit she went through. (laughs) I have never
3: seen a caliber of acting higher than that young woman (laughs) sitting in a room with Rudy Giuliani (laughs) and not Mm. being physically, clearly repulsed. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Have
3: you seen that man?
5: Yeah. He looks like the Nazi
3: from Indiana Jones (laughs) (laughs) after he gets
4: melted. Melted. Face melts. Yes. So, uh, well, he looks he like that marked. all the
3: time, and <laughs> so she was my, able to sit in a room with him
2: and stay in character and
3: look him in his his dead dead eyes. <laughs> I, I mean, also hey, love that's, listen. That's,
0: uh, that's that's America's Mayor talking about
3: that. I do America's love <laughs> the grandmother from Minari. She is uh she is a heart stealer, yeah. and I mean also guys, let's not forget about Glenn Close here.
5: <laughs> Come on. <laughs> A, Haven't a, an seen actor's it. Actors, actor. Haven't don't seen forget it. about
3: Glenn Close. That's all I'm saying.
0: Uh, no, that's that's the job of the Academy. <laughs> we
5: don't
0: need to do that. <laughs> they
2: got
3: that covered. I bet the Academy's. Maybe this Academy will surprise you. It surprised you before.
2: Olivia <laughs> Coleman's really good in the father too. She, she but is. I feel like compared to these other movies, she's. I don't, she, I don't think she'll get it. She's either.
3: also gotten her due.
1: She also got it. Yeah, you know. yeah. It's a bad year to be the father because the father is such a good movie, but I just yeah. don't think it has the Oscar buzz to really take anything home. Well, I know, the movie's really good. I was surprised; I thought it was that good. It,
2: it was really good.
3: It's a bad year for the father because the father did not come out in the same year as the rest of the movies that we're talking about here today.
2: That too. Yeah. So it's
3: good kind point. of the wrong year for the father. I would say.
0: Is that a true that? I take it Bakalova is your pick as well,
3: Jack. I, don't know. I really think that the fact that Bakalova was able to stand toe-to-toe with Sasha Baron Cohen and in many cases steal the scene right out from under him is very impressive. Uh, but I also right would not be disappointed to see uh Jung Yoon win. She was also cool. – she really did a lot in that movie for me too. So Yeah,
4: she's great. Yeah. So
3: I,
0: – I think –
1: sorry. I was just going to say. So down to the wire, Jack. Who
3: are you? Oh, you know, for? I don't need the competition. I'm in it for the love of the movies, guys. I don't really <laughs> need you, all this this vicious
2: competition. <laughs> right. So. Maybe uh, we should have a real prize this year.
0: We have a real prize every year, <laughs> Bird just has it. We don't don't make fun
4: of her prize. Real prize? She loves it. it it's Lording bragging it rights. Oh, it. it is bragging. Right. It's it's rubbing my my stupid little nose in it.
2: <laughs> I like prizes to be edible or
1: shiny yeah, or good. both.
4: Those are yeah, those are shiny and edible. Perfect.
0: Uh <laughs> I, I
1: know this year is my year to lose, I'm well aware. <laughs>
0: we'll see. We'll see, see man. Um I, I agree with everything you guys are saying. I think that Olivia Coleman and the Father is fantastic. I think the grandma's great. Amanda Seyfried.
1: that LeBronver. is a fantastic
0: that is a fantastic performance. Uh, I think that is, you know, Robbie, you're talking about underrated acting. I think that what she's doing in Mank is, uh, the fact that she got nominated is pretty surprising to me because I thought no one was talking about it. She is doing stuff in that movie that is very hard to do. And it's, you can make jokes about a lot of different things about that movie because it is a movie that is very quirky and silly and kind of wears what it is on its sleeve very proudly. Um, And I'm just kind of happy that she got nominated. And it's the same with um, Bakalova is just like that scene that Jack's talking about. There is so much acting going on in that because not only is she like have to not be repulsed by like this human uh, trash can, but she has to play like so many different things without letting him know that she's pretending. She has to pretend that she's trying to impress him while also being conflicted that – she is worried about her father and what he's going to think about like all these different things in the moment and she's playing all of that and you know that the movie is kind of cutting around and stuff like that but you know that she had to do that full-on one take only in front of rudy giuliani yeah and that is insanely impressive the fact that she keeps herself together is kind of an afterthought that's a
3: lot of pressure
0: it is. So, I mean, uh, without even the, my pick too. the
3: threat of sexual assault, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Sure. Say for um, the sake of the audience surrogate, pretend I am someone who saw Mank and did not think twice about uh, Amanda Seyfried's performance in that movie. Mm-hmm. And explain to me, hypothetically, mm-hmm. in case I didn't get it or I didn't think twice about this role, what Man. you found in it. That was so impressive to you.
0: I think it's the same stuff that I love about – we're going to talk about Mank a lot. Are we? Or at least I am. Um, (laughs) Mank has a lot of stuff in it that is um, genuine artificiality where they they are doing things the way that they were done back in the 40s and 50s when this movie is taking place. And they're doing it on kind of this heightened way while also using state-of-the-art technology to try and make it look as similar yet also kind of strangely different. And Amanda Seyfried's character is playing <coughs> this kind of bubbly person who is always bubbly, always happy, always um, kind of just like, oh, gee, shucks, dog, like doing all this stuff. And like that stuff is hard to do and keep straight. And you take everything that her and uh, Gary Oldman are... You take everything that they're saying seriously and you understand what they're saying and they're saying really wild shit. Like the script, I, I read parts of the script and I, the fact that that didn't get nominated uh, this year is uh, unfortunate for me because I think it's a very, very well-made script that does the things that Mank is supposed to do. And I don't want to go too far into talking about that Mank, but specifically with Amanda Seyfried's character is... Again, it's the Glenn Close thing. She got nominated. She's still extremely young. Uh, she's got a whole career ahead of her, God willing. So her chances will come again and again and again. It's the Amy Adams thing where it's like, nah, we'll get you next time, kiddo. And it's like, well, it's no, she cool should have won for Considering the amount
2: of crap she's made, too. Sure. She's now like on a path towards better roles.
3: Yeah. Speaking of which, where's Amy Adams' uh, nod for <laughs> Hillbilly? Hillbilly? LA?
2: Whoever... Bleh, who saw that? Anybody? Anybody saw that? No?
3: No one saw that. Not <laughs> I one the single person twice. saw it, unfortunately.
2: We watched the, we watched the trailer <laughs> twice. Ron Howard saw it. Ron Howard? Dude, I couldn't mm-hmm. even
3: get through that trailer. I turned that trailer off halfway through. I <laughs> it's
0: a
2: like, bad no, trailer. Thank you. <laughs> yeah,
1: not good.
0: Uh, so keeping it moving along, any other thoughts on supporting actress? I'm sure we'll return back to a lot of these conversations. we got 22 more cats to go.
1: Yeah, I feel like Tony
2: Collette should have gotten nominated...
0: Uh, I'm thinking of ending things is not the Academy Awards cup of tea there's also probably it didn't play in theaters which is is a disqualifier so Uh, yeah Yeah,
1: I think similarly to what you guys were talking about with Maria holding her own against Sasha that's why I like Amanda's performance as well because she's holding her own even more so I think against Gary Uh, the fact that she's playing alongside him is very fun to watch but this was a tough category for sure
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: there is really something to be said for having to get that done in one shot. And that's it. Yes.
1: Oh, for yes. sure.
0: That, that's the that's the reason it's kind of a slam dunk pick for me. I was like, a lot of these other people are great. Olivia Coleman is my boo. I love the girl, uh, but she won. I love that young one She's going to have plenty more going. <laughs> yeah, she, she's a good Dude, old kid.
2: In, and I said this to Byrne and I said it in my article in The Father, she is gorgeous because she's like actually playing her real age yeah. <laughs> and mm. she looks fucking gorgeous I know, they pretty- her You're like, down
3: and everything else pretty much yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. i like she's oh, so it's pretty, pretty
0: crazy to see pretty. a 50 year old play a 50 yeah. year old usually they do stuff yeah um, either look, up or down she look good
4: yeah <laughs> <I> look good
0: <laughs> all right so up next um best supporting actor uh right out the gate Sasha Baron Cohen The Trial of the Chicago 7 Daniel Kaluuya Judas and the Black Messiah Leslie Odom Jr One Night in Miami dot 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 Paul Racy, Sound of Metal and Lakeith Stanfield, Judas, and the Black Messiah. Now, I am just going to pop in here real
5: quick mm-hmm. and yeah. say,
0: "I want, I want none of this supporting actor bullshit conversation on this." Okay, that's all I've what got. Does that mean? That's all I've I got. Don't, I don't, I don't want it. What does Studios that mean? Studios pick which ones they go into. People vote for them. That's that.
2: Oh, that's okay. all I've got. That's the saying. only.
3: That's the whole conversation.
2: Wait, okay. What? what are you talking about? Like the politics. The fact that
3: no no, yeah, no, no, it's, it's Dan- okay.
0: Daniel Kaluuya, Lakeith Stanfield. How can they both be supporting actors?
2: It's very uh, simple. It's uh,
0: screen time and what the studios to recommend. Them. I mean, i had a whole
5: movie,
2: bit. Sorry. Yeah, if you watch I that just, movie, I've neither just, of them is really. I've just listened to so
0: many conversations about this, and I'm just like, it's extremely simple. It's it's it. it we could talk about who's it the lead one. actor. There doesn't have to be a lead actor in a movie. It can be an ensemble. It can be a duo. Who's the lead actor in Lethal Weapon?
2: Mel.
1: Mel
0: Gibson. Because he's more famous. No. (laughs) I think he might have more
4: screen time.
2: Not back then he wasn't more famous, was he? Mel Gibson
4: was probably more famous than Danny Glover. I I get your point that we shouldn't give a shit. And I'm I'm there. (laughs) I'm with them. Because this guy over here, me... I don't give a shit about much, so I'm with you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I'll go ahead and just kick it right on off then. I think Daniel Kaluuya is walking away with this, and I'm okay with that because I think that Me is too. a phenomenal performance. But I've really, I've really enjoyed all of these performances, hands down. I think they're all really great. And I think out of all of them, Leslie Odom Jr.'s performance in that film was the one that was the most surprising for me. Mm. Uh, his role in One Night in Miami was wonderful, but I'm not surprised by any of these nominees because they were all mm-hmm. phenomenal, but I'm giving it to Daniel.
2: Paul Racy was so good, though. So yes, good. But, very good. But I'm, I back you. I say Daniel's going to win. That's my pick. I'm sticking I, with it. I'm very
3: thankful that Paul Racy seems to be getting as much attention for that role as he is, like there are stories written about Paul Racy. Be like, who is this guy? Where did he come from? Yeah. He's got a great um, story.
0: Make that a movie. Yeah, He's yes. so good. yeah. So I'm yeah, thankful for, sure. for
3: that. But I also agree that if they do not give Daniel Kaluuya this goddamn Oscar, yeah, man. yeah. I'm gonna burn something down. <laughs>
0: That I, always, was... I always forget, it's like, yes, he got nominated for Get Out, which was a crazy big deal, but he didn't win. Yeah. And I always forget that, because I'm like, hmm, who could have beaten Well, that him was that also
3: year? best lead actor. They chose a lead Woo! for that film. They couldn't pick one for this one, apparently. Who won that year?
2: Who won that year?
4: I can't remember
5: I off the remember top really. of
4: my head. Yeah. Uh, I'm also Oldman. voting uh, Daniel Kaluuya. Kaluuya. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I totally, I echo everyone's sentiment where it was a really tough category. I was on the fence between him and Paul Racy. Um, but I, I am shifting ever so slightly that way. But I, yeah, I totally, I agree with everything you guys said. Nothing more. <laughs> Nothing more. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically, <He just> <laughs> I, would, I would
3: probably make the case that Lakeith Stanfield is the lead actor in Yeah Judas. He is. He is um, the Judas, and he is great. But I think he is far outshined by Kaluuya.
0: I I feel like the argument of Lakeith Stanfield being the lead is a little bit easier for me to swallow. There's like – everyone has seen Judas and the Black Messiah here, obviously, because we're all voting for him, right? Um, The trailer he looks really good. There's a solid like 20, (laughs) 25 minutes of that movie that uh, Daniel Kaluuya is not in.
3: Probably my least favorite part of the film, actually. Probs. The part where I I I, I do think it, it drags a little bit.
0: It Jesse is an Plymouth. interesting uh, dynamic to pick to tell that specific story, you know, having kind of like the snitch be like the kind of like, um, if not like you know the lead, but just like
3: the,
0: the character through which we are learning everything, you know. They Donny
3: Brasco
1: it. It's very like the informant.
3: I yeah. yeah, I think with the way that that movie ends, especially the end end, like the final kind of text crawl of that movie, right. that's why. Probably
4: yeah. they're building for that. And I do think that that, uh, is the landing they should be sticking for that
5: movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean,
4: you know, right. Like that's like, it's like, you know, if there is that bit of drag in the film, which like, uh, you know, I could, I could totally like hear that criticism. You know, I do think it all makes it worth it to hit the, what the end of the movie is to like hit that dismount. is just like, but this is far worth it in a way. Correct. Like, yeah. Yeah,
3: I mean, when you find out what happens to that guy that Lakeith Stanfield yeah. plays,
0: that's, that's a heavy moment. That's a that is drama. a way to
3: end that movie. The drama. Uh,
0: I will say that uh, again. This is the beginning of our Sound of Metal conversation too, which is I remember when we watched it, I was like, in a year where there's not going to be a lot of major releases, Sound of Metal might actually stand a chance, and. I think that even in a regular year that this movie would have uh, kind of been a steamroller in the way that it was, because it's been nominated all over the place.
2: It's so
5: yeah.
0: good. Uh, so I'm kind of really happy for that, even in something as small as this. Uh, we'll have much more to talk about with that later on. Um, I want to say that I do not like Sasha Baron Cohen's performance in Trial of Chicago 7.
1: I think really? it's one of the
0: worst parts of the movie, and it is not uh, a well accepted. I, I don't. I, I you don't, don't like, like his it. accent. I, it's it's not so much that I think it's it's not entirely his fault. I think it's a lot of the way that the movie treats a lot of the characters.
2: They make him in that and, movie. They make him like Ben and Jerry.
0: The movie's very long, um, which is fine by me, but they keep kind of jumping back and forth between different things, and I honestly, I think it might be more to. Uh, I think that. Um, Oh my goodness! His name just dropped out. Mark Rylance Mm -hmm. as the lawyer. I think he's insanely good in that movie. I think it's like him firing on everything that he is great at. I also think Frank Langella uh, is fantastic as the judge. Always, he's He's always good. I I think it's a really kind of you know, for lack of a better term, easy over the top performance for a professional like Frank Langella to really sink his teeth into. but uh, that was the one thing I'm happy that Sasha Baron Cohen got nominated because I do understand that he is doing stuff in that movie that is a difficult line. And the fact that he also released that rate right with Borat as well. So he had these two things kind of conflicting. I do like that his more um, serious art uh, was appreciated as well because Borat is also all over this. So I do like that.
3: Has he ever been nominated for anything before?
2: Good question. Did I mean, he they did he won, get nominated for, for Les Mis?
3: No, I mean as an actor, as an actor.
0: Uh, I feel like he might have gotten nominated for. Um, uh, I mean, Johnny Depp, Sweeney, John. Sweeney no Todd. Way. Sweeney he Todd. He might have no been nominated. No He was a, That's he was a I thought, runaway. I uh, thought he
2: was nominated for Les Mis because he's got a pretty big he role in that. that.
0: Yeah. No, yeah, but you musical. know, this, I don't think I don't think he has
2: singing. But.
0: Daniel Kaluuya. Yes. yes. It must be Kaluuya. Put it on a t-shirt, print it out, get it ready for Sunday. It must be Kaluuya. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I definitely think that my enjoyment of The Trial of the Chicago 7, uh, because I saw it after Judas and the Black Messiah, I don't think I would have enjoyed The Trial of the Chicago 7 nearly as much as what I ended up enjoying it as. Um, without watching Judas and the Black Messiah beforehand because I was already so mm. invested in Fred Hampton and the Black Panthers and what was going on for them during that time period that when I did watch The Trial of the Chicago 7 I had all of that history going into it already and then I enjoyed that movie so much more so it's hard for me to see the flaws in it because I was already liking it but I think if I would have saw if I would have seen it prior to Judas and the Black Messiah, I would have a different opinion of that movie for sure.
0: Yeah, you you were in the uh, Black Panther uh, extended cinematic universe. Yes,
1: exactly. Yeah, but,
2: yes,
0: when we get in the to go that
1: route. I mean,
0: when I'm in
2: all the Steve McQueen small acts films. Yes. That film was maybe a better film, right?
0: But again, big Academy nominated. Award thing has to play in theaters. Yes, yeah, I
2: know, but it's bullshit. We can still say we think something oh, no, should have been nominated. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, of course, uh, yeah, I know. What
3: theaters was the father playing in?
2: Exactly, the
0: father played in loads
2: Rare. of uh, New York theaters. City in,
3: in uh, uh, the Year of close. Our Lord twenty twenty <laughs> in New <laughs> Zealand.
2: <laughs> yeah, Los Angeles. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. It was playing
0: anywhere where theaters were open. Midwest, bunch of places like that. They only just opened in New like York that. City. Yeah. Where
2: else were they open? They also, <laughs>
0: like, you know, they changed up some of their things for, like, certain aspects of everything to be able to make way for yeah. when theaters were completely closed while things were being released. That's kind of, like, why you start getting, like, that's why something like Bad Education isn't uh, nominated because it, it was already set to be HBO Max. It wasn't moved to HBO Max because they couldn't do anything else.
5: Bologna. So it like, kind
0: of moves around and stuff like that. But yeah, there's, there's loads of theaters like in parts of the world, uh, especially in Europe, that have been open for a very long time that were playing stuff like The Father and everything when it got its initial like limited release back in uh, November. Oh, so it's an, it's an
3: international film.
2: I guess.
0: It, it, play, it, it played It uh, played internationally. Yes.
2: Mm. Uh, it
0: was okay. made in um, mm. the good old U.S. of A.
2: Yeah.
0: But you wouldn't know it with all those wacky accents.
2: Yeah. British. All right. Onward.
0: Onward? We got everybody, right? Yeah. Cool. Number three. Best actress. Boom, boom. We got Viola Davis. <laughs> Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. We got Andrew boom. Day. The United States... V- V. Billie Holiday. I know how much we all like that. Uh, we got Vanessa Kirby, Pieces of a Woman, Frances McDormand, No Land, and Carrie Mulligan, Promising Young Woman.
2: Yo, I watched Tough. all of these.
0: And
2: so. not all of them were good. <laughs> That's Spell what I heard t- t- from Burge. Tell us. Yeah. Tell Yo, us. but I'm still going to say it. I think Andrew Day should win. Even though that movie is the weakest link in all of these nominees. The movie, not so good. But she is awesome. Yeah. And I'm not just talking about her singing. She's really good. She's like train wreck, heroin addict, really good. Her accent, her like mimicking Billie Holiday, really good. Uh, Pieces of a Woman, not that great. But Vanessa Kirby is good. That's all I'm going to say.
1: So yeah that's tough i'm
2: gonna because yeah i'm going andrew day but there but it's not a great movie but it is on hulu if you have hulu
1: <laughs> yeah i'm interested in seeing the two movies that i didn't see at some point um which were you know, the united states v billy holiday and pieces of a woman but um so i saw the other three and i do think francis mcdormand She's just kind of being Francis in that movie. Mm-hmm. But I think she's being Francis very well at her peak Francis state. It's like an elevated version of three billboards board, outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Which she and, did win for, right? Yeah. 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 And I was so, having that
0: exact same thought when I was trying to make my so pick. Just, I was like, there are a lot of similarities in the tone yeah. of what she's doing with those characters. And that's not how Francis McDormand is. Uh, in a lot of other movies. Right. It's kind of weird because it's kind of how she seems in person. Like she seems a little icy, you know, not mean, but kind of just like, well, I have no time for this shit. Yeah. Like that kind.
1: Right, right. It's interesting because the, the story of Nomadland is based off of a book, which was extended from an article written about these characters who are nomads. And, Originally, they were going to base the movie around one of the other characters in the film. But then they started building out the story more and decided that they wanted to follow a fictional person within this world of all of these nomads. And they chose to use Frances McDormand. And at one point in the film, she shows her license. And it's like she's playing herself, essentially, in this world. Ah. Her name, her name, they call her Fern in the film. But that is her nickname in real life. Mm -hmm. Oh. And so she's basically playing a version of what she would be in this world of Nomadland. Interesting. And I watched Nomadland at a certain time in my life, and we'll get into it uh, during the best picture uh, conversation. But that's why I'm choosing Frances McDormand to win this. But I do think it's, again, a very tight race. But I am choosing Frances for sure for me.
2: Did I uh did I ever tell you guys my Frances McDormand story? Oh, uh, did you meet her? Well Uh-oh. did I tell you?
0: I told no. you. So that's funny. See you did I have you meet told her? you. I don't think so.
2: Uh I didn't introduce myself to her or her to me, if you mean by that meet, but I was sitting Adjacence. at a restaurant with my friend very closely and it was tables that were literally right smack next to each other. Like they had to pull one out for you to get to the booth side. And then my friend was sitting on the chair side. And we were sitting next to Francis McDormand and her Cohen brother husband. And I always forget which one she's actually married Joel. to, Joel. And I was trying to tell my friend Isha from college that it was Francis McDormand. And she's like, Who? And I and I just leaned forward and went, Fargo. And she said, What? And I went, Fargo. And then she looked right at me. <laughs> And I said, "I'm so sorry." And then I looked down, and that was it for the meal. <laughs> it was game Aww. over. That's,
0: I didn't know that story, and that's funny because me and D saw David Stratham, who's also in Nomadland. And he uh,
2: looked like his character in Nomadland when we like saw it. He's yeah, he
0: a very like a, he rugged, like a handsome man. Yeah.
2: <laughs> he pulled his Leatherman out of his holster. He
0: was getting a coffee. He's uh, an extremely like he looked like he could get shit done, yeah. and it looked like he was in the middle of getting shit did.
2: He so, re- he re- does your house for what sure. Did,
0: what did Francis McDormand eat?
2: Uh, it was like a Italian small plate kind of place. Like uh, it was like you got a little bruschetta, you got, a, got mush, a little whatever, right. you know. And you, it was like BYOB wine Ooh. in the city. It was a really good place. It was called what did you, what did
0: they Brascali?
2: I don't know what they were eating because I was I was just like. Coen Brothers. Yeah. Francis McDormand. I just
0: love Fargo.
5: Fargo. Fargo.
2: Fargo. Fargo. (laughs) And yeah, that's kind of my story with New York City in general. When I see celebrities, I always am the one who open mouth, insert foot. So too loud. (laughs) I was really nervous
1: (laughs) that you were going to say that she was maybe not so nice. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad to hear that it didn't go that way.
2: I mean, if she wasn't, it was because I was disturbing her meal. And I was literally like three inches from her. So it's okay. I understand. Fair. But what do you guys think about the other nominees? Uh,
0: I will say, uh, I'm just going to toss this into the fire here. Uh, I have not seen Pieces of a Woman, United States v. Billy Holiday. Pieces of a Woman I wanted to watch. I just could never find myself in the right M- mood or state of mind to really kind of put myself into it. I saw a lot of these types of movies last year and I was kind of getting worn out. I love Vanessa Kirby. Uh, I didn't watch United States v. Billy Holiday because um, most other movies with V between two things aren't that great. And also... Uh, Diana watched it and said it sucked, so I wasn't going to watch it.
5: I did it enough. sucked, but <laughs> uh, it's not The it's not <laughs> truth comes Straight,
0: out, Diana. And Frances McDormand is great, but Carrie Mulligan mm. gets my pick Mulligan? for Promising nice. Young Woman, uh, much in the same way of Bacalova and Amanda Seyfried. I think the things that Carrie Mulligan is doing in Promising Young Woman are extremely difficult, and very hard to do, and I think she pulls them off swimmingly. And she is easily one of the most captivating parts of that movie, which as a movie as a whole has a very captivating uh, conversation to it.
5: Me, all right.
4: Uh, I agree with everything said so far. As per usual, it'd be weird. It'd be weird if I came out <laughs> yeah! and like, honestly, uh, D, don't agree. <laughs> the rest of you guys fuck you too um what about ma rainey what about ma rainey so actually my hot take is uh my vote actually goes to uh, viola davis for ma rainey's black bottom i think that movie fucking rocks uh yeah. i'm happy to yeah, see dude. it in a few places yeah. and i think that her character the titular uh i think her character in that movie is like one of my favorite characters fucking ever and like you know she good and and I'm glad that like her and Chadwick Bo- Bozeman are like separate because they don't have to like compete a lot in scenes yeah. together so they both get to just be fucking beasts on screen um, that's true. but like but then when they do meet it's, it's like amazing. Captain America's it's America's Civil War yeah, it's, it's like incredible. it's Iron Man it's <laughs> Captain America fighting each other it's incredible um, well. so yeah so for me like to me that's the one that really like sticks in my, in my mind when I, when I keep thinking about it um, And then, like, you know, with Frantic McDormand, I really like her performance of that movie, too. I think it's very difficult for a prolific actor to play themselves. I think it almost requires more acting to be you than it does to maybe be a character, you know? I don't know. And I yeah. think that's, you know, even knowing that she's this very famous actress, like, my thing about Nomad Land, and we could talk more about it later as well, is just like, I kept forgetting that the movie's, like, not a documentary, right? Right. And. And that's that's like I think the magic in that movie, and then Carrie Mulligan, you know, in in a movie that is is starting to become more and more kind of like riddled with discourse, and it's still a movie I really like, and it was my favorite movie of last year. And I having read a lot of discourse about it, and and, and wrestling back and forth with my opinions on the movie, uh, I definitely agree with Mike that I think her performance is incredible. It's the you if she didn't if that performance not is wasn't in the movie the movie i think would fall apart very easily so i think her being like the you need that movie can you she has to be in that movie right like i can't imagine yeah. another like timeline where that movie could even possibly work the movie's always going to have discourse right that movie is never going to come out and be universally acclaimed by people but That's uh, true. i think i think she's one of the best parts of that movie if not the best part of that movie i really really dig it but for me viola davis is is the the star that shines brightest when i when i look at all the names that's my young jack
3: i uh i unfortunately did not see the majority of these movies i only saw one of them which was promising young woman that i'd Carrie Mulligan didn't do too much for me in that movie. We'll talk about that movie, I think, more, yeah. as Robbie yeah. alluded to it. Uh, so I'd have to abstain from this one because I yeah. didn't see them all.
2: You should watch Ma Rainey when you get a chance. I would Netflix like to. That was one I his, wanted to
3: see. And yeah, I also wanted that. to see Nomadland as well, but I was kind of in the same boat as Mike where I just was never quite in the right mood for that totally. movie. Yeah. yeah. So. No,
2: I, I I, have like a lot of a positive things to say about Nomadland, but I also like – comparing it to the rider. I'm just I just don't like it as much as I liked the rider. So it's a weird thing to see it get so much acclaim and the it's rider. It's very didn't.
0: it's very I am constantly surprised that I, I when I remember um that uh, Lee Isaac Chung and Chloe Zhao are both up for Best Director this year. That's yeah. fucking wild to me. Mm. Sure. That's crazy.
3: Well, maybe the writer will get its due now. The reawakening of the writer.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's true. We'll that's see. a good point.
0: Moving right along, Best Actor: Riz Ahmed, Sound of Metal. You can Chadwick stop right Boseman, there. Chadwick Boseman, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Anthony Hopkins, The Father. Riz Ahmed, Sound of Metal. <laughs> Gary Oldman, Mank. Steven Yan, Minari, and Riz Ahmed, Sound of Metal. Hmm.
3: I think the probability of the right choice from what you read off there is is high. Hmm.
0: Now, uh... if, if you had told me that I would not be picking Riz Ahmed, Sound of Metal, a month ago, I would have called you absolutely insane, even though Chadwick Boseman is phenomenal in Black Bottom. A lot of these, these are all fantastic performances for one thing or another, but I'm just going to toss out there that I think that what Anthony Hopkins is doing in The Father is some next level shit from a dude that has been bringing it to the next level for like 60 years. That
1: last he scene is very good. Yeah. Lord me
0: throughout this entire movie. Uh, and for me to leave Stephen Young... Chadwick Boseman, Riz Ahmed, and my sweet, dear, humble Mank behind. Uh, (laughs) The fact that I was even considering it kind of showed me that, like, it's in my gut. Go with it. Um, He's not only the oldest uh, person to be nominated for an acting, for a Best Actor award. If he wins, he'd be the oldest one to win. Uh, He already has a bunch He's uh, it's just enough to be nominated. So I'd really like it if Chadwick Bozeman, Riz Ahmed, Stephen Yun won. Gary Oldman, he doesn't need it. He's 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 got his thing. He can do whatever he wants. But just being nominated is going to catapult the career of Stephen Yun and Riz Ahmed. And I'm sure you guys are interested in talking about you know the 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 posthumous kind of thing of Chadwick Bozeman, where it's like it's the Heath Ledger thing, where it's like someone who we all know who is taken very suddenly also just happened to turn in what might arguably be their best work to date and kind of shows where their career is going to go. And it's something that the Academy laps up time and time again. They love it rightfully. So, so there's a lot of heat behind that too. But for my two cents, I think Anthony Hopkins and the father is something really special. And I think it's very unique to get that type of lightning in a bottle from an actor who has been doing this for so long.
2: Yeah, I think part of the reason he's so good is because he's at that point in his life. So he can probably kind of identify with the idea of a little bit of dementia, a little bit of, you know, losing touch, but he is out of it enough that he's acting, but he has personal experience to draw on. It's really good. But I think they're going to give it to Chadwick Boseman. So that's going to be my vote for this. Cause maybe I want to win this year. I don't know. <laughs> maybe she wants to
4: win. <laughs> maybe. Uh, For me, I- I'm putting down Riz Ahmed. Um, so good. Don't have too much to add to the conversation. I think Burge kind of covered the basis with that one. Um, it-, it-, it was very close between him and Chadwick Boseman. Um, I do think Chadwick Boseman's going to get it. Uh, with this category, I'm going to vote with my heart, though, where Riz Ahmed did it for me just a little bit more than Chadwick Boseman so did. Um, I do think it's Chadwick Boseman's best performance, without a doubt. He is, you know, I mentioned it when we talked about uh, Viola Davis as well. He is amazing in that movie. But, yeah, uh, yeah Riz Ahmed, uh, kind of for the, the same mm-hmm. ways I was talking about Carey Mulligan, um, Riz Ahmed, like, is a reason... You know, that movie works kinda no matter what. It's not quite the same where it's like you like need Risenbed, but Rizombed just kinda takes it to like that next echelon, you know, that like that final boss level he really kinda brings it to. Uh I didn't see the father. I really I really would like to see it. I think Gary Oldman's great. I think Steven Yin is amazing in Minari, but I think um I think there's even more we could squeeze out of him, this guy. Yeah. He's so talented. I don't, I don't he's young. I, I don't he's think he's squeeze like- even more out of this guy. <laughs>
3: he doesn't stand out in Minari as, like, the thing in Minari. Right. There's, like, the Minari is, like, more than the sum of its parts, you know what I mean? He's um, solid. I think he he's very solid. More. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't think he steals the show quite as much as, uh, Yujun. Uh, how do you say her last name? Oh, the Yun. grandma?
2: Yujun. Yeah.
3: yeah. Um, yeah. I guess I'll continue to go since I'm already talking. Uh, <laughs> I, I I pretty much agree with Robbie. I think I would go with Riz Ahmed as well, although so there's almost no plausible scenario in which Chadwick Boseman doesn't get this posthumously, so.
0: Yeah. And rightfully, too. I I, I would like He's to reiterate. Yeah, like he is I, amazing in that movie.
3: Did not see Marini's Black Bottom either, but I, I want to, so.
4: That movie fun, so, so fucking good. I feel
3: and like Maybe good. Maybe I, I... It sounds... Anthony Hopkins sounds really good. I might have to go to... Europe to catch that one.
2: <laughs> it'll come out. It'll come out. It's on VOD. So. <laughs> it's out.
3: You can
0: No, I it. know, but you it'll get cheap it.
2: it'll get cheaper. Yeah. Sure. I mean it'll probably like in a week or two after the Oscars it'll be five ninety nine versus twenty.
0: <laughs> uh and on uh Stephen Young, I think me and Byrne were actually talking about this off mic mm-hmm. a couple of days ago. Yeah, because about... I haven't
1: gone yet, for sure.
0: Because oh you haven't gone yet. No, but,
1: yeah, that, but that's okay. I say what you're gonna say. Go! no, you go. You go.
0: I'll bounce I'll bounce up. I was just going to say kind of what, reiterating what we had talked about where it was like what Steven Young is doing in Minari is not your typical kind of showbody uh, uh kind of awards kind of thing that you're getting. It's actually really cool that he got nominated and I think it might be one of those things where Minari is a runaway hit as well but I think because of the lack of options for big budget things with big names in them, that Steven Yeun was able to get into the conversation more, that Minari was able to be seen by a lot more people in the acting category and that he got um, chosen because what he's doing is something extremely special and it's almost really hard to articulate. Um, I think I understand it, which is, you know, there's the scene with him smoking the cigarette outside. Like, it's just like... There's something to it where you're just like this feels like a real person even though I watched this dude for 7 years on the zombie movie on the zombie show mm-hmm. but he feels like a lived in person the way he interacts with everybody with this same kind of sternness and and kind of like he's got this like armor on
2: get the stick
0: but he tries to <laughs> pretend that he doesn't yeah there there's just a lot going on that I think is extremely interesting I think it's a very unique Oscar pick um but I can get why they would get there. It's just like like agreeing with Jack. It's it's very surprising that uh, that that's the type of performance that they're like that one. I'm very thankful right. that
3: he did get nominated.
0: Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. So for me, um, Riz Ahmed's performance in Sound of Metal. The only thing holding it back for me, because my mom is half deaf. Um, she's deaf in her left ear and even occasionally still she'll still like talk a little bit louder than what she needs to even though she's been dealing with this pretty much her entire life um i really enjoyed sound of metal and i really enjoyed riz's performance um the only thing that stuck out to me was that he never really yelled per se or like spoke at like a louder volume which was a little surprising to me uh knowing someone who is half deaf i don't know anyone personally who is full death um but so that like choice i'm sure was like very well thought out i don't have a wealth of knowledge other than my own personal experience which isn't everyone's experience so that didn't resonate with me as much as what it probably would have if i didn't have that prior knowledge going into it um but i think the way he portrayed addiction was beautiful and very very believable um I really love that he got nominated. Really I like all of these nominations. Even Gary Oldman's, which I think was kind of like a shoe-in for him because he was yeah. the title character. He's doing great work. The film itself is very good. It's just not necessarily going to be my favorite movie of the year, but I can't argue that it's a bad film. Like it's a very good film. It's very um, hard to argue that. Right. But um I'm going to go like I'm because I'm a bloodthirsty winner, obviously, In this <laughs> for this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to choose Chadwick Boseman because I do think that performance is amazing. And yeah, Burge and I had a conversation where his performance is so active and volatile. And so it's easier to analyze and assess what he's doing because it's such an active role. But there's more spaghetti scenes. scenes. Is, there's more so spaghetti scenes.
2: Is Ma is Ma Rainey a stage play? Because it felt very yeah. much like it. It yeah, is. It is.
1: Okay.
2: All right, because so I was like when yeah, when you see Chadwick uh, Boseman, it's August. It's August Wilson. Wilson? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. The same guy who did so, Fences.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dude,
0: I looked that up too. Viola
1: uh, Davis in Fences is. Um, he did. Like, she's amazing. He, he did I Fences in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom back yet. to back. Oh, fences is incredible.
3: I while he was fences. very sick, probably right.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: probably. Yeah, I I read fences. I didn't wasn't quite sure if Ma Rainey was a stage play, but I feel like when you watch Chadwick Boseman, you really feel like it is. Yeah, and, <laughs> but I agree. but in a good way. Yes. not like it taking away from the performance.
1: Absolutely, yeah. but yeah, yeah, I will say my favorite performance out of these five is Stephen Young's in Minari because mm. his uh, stoic performance really felt the most real to me. Yeah. And it feels very real. If he got it, I would be overjoyed, but I don't think he's going to get it. And I yeah. think Chadwick also deserves it. So, Right.
2: Yeah. I just wish that *To Five Bloods got nominated. Thank you. Delroy Diana. Lindo not getting
0: nominated <laughs> is fucking bullshit. Yeah, like, whatever. like yeah.
2: I wish, I would have liked to have seen Chadwick as a supporting get nominated, the movie get nominated, Spike Lee get nominated Delroy Lindo get nominated because yeah. he was awesome yep.
0: <laughs> any yeah, and of those no, things there's, yeah. there's no good. bullshit around that one yeah it's uh I'm Defy still like Bloods what is, it's
5: strange too because okay. Black,
3: Black Klansman got so much Oscar attention right yeah and I would argue that Defy Bloods is a stronger movie
5: I, I think a lot of people just
3: didn't watch it
5: yeah yeah uh,
3: like
0: in the what the, the fuck else
3: did they have to do <laughs>
2: I know. Dude, seriously. like they're watching all
0: this other shit and they're just like, whatever.
3: He says the know, guy but... who hasn't seen half the movies on this list, most of them be because they came out in Europe it's just like, and not in it's the United weird States.
0: That Defy Bloods is the one <laughs> you know, we're we're talking about how some of us weren't able to get to some more kind of like darker meteor content because we're just like, I'm worn out, I've watched a bunch of this, it's been a rough year. Yeah. Defied Bloods is like the perfect like yeah. like yeah. remedy to that. Yeah. Watch it.
3: Kind of, although I, I think The Five Bloods has its own like, it has unique, deep sadness Definitely. to
0: it. Yeah. But it's not like, you know, you're not walking away from it completely broken as a human being. Like when you're walking away from the last three minutes of Judas and the Black Messiah or the entirety and of You the don't father. have to watch
3: anybody's shit fair. in a bucket.
1: I don't right. feel like The Five Bloods was very well marketed, <laughs> to be honest. No. Yeah.
0: And it did come That's out fair. kind of in that weird time where they were just like, how do we
3: release these? Like it was
0: always going to come out gonna on gonna Netflix- say. We were going to get it at the theater, um, you know, for the two weeks before it dropped on Netflix. We I were going to do that kind of the same way we were going to do Ma Rainey's Black Bottom and Mank. Um, so it was going to have a different legacy. And I feel like watching that movie in a theater would just be that's true. so cool. And yeah. I feel like that would change the interpretation, especially in a lot of professionals who are doing all of these votings. I feel like that would have happened. I agree. But okay. uh, let's go through a couple sp- speed rounds real quick to catch you on up. What are we uh, going to? Next we're going to Best Shorts. Uh, we're going to do Animated First. Up is Burrow, uh, Genus Lochi, If Anything Happens, I Love You, Opera, and Yes People. I picked Burrow because it fucks and it's <laughs> great.
2: If you have Disney Plus, it's Pixar. Sure. It's very cute. Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, I watched all of these today.
5: Yeah! Uh, uh,
4: I will try yeah. to keep it brief because I know we're trying to catch up. I really like Burrow. I thought it was. I thought it was incredible. Uh, e- I can easily see why someone would choose Burrow. I choose uh, if anything happens. I love you. Um, Sad because it's a fucking Sorry. bummer, but it's a bummer that everyone needs to be bummed out by. Sad. So that's that's my vote. But uh, also shout out to Opera. Um, opera is so cool and experimental. It's like, so cool, just not and like not just in its like. That's going to hot It's like everything me a little. about it. it like, well, like, Opera's so cool because it, like, it reminds me of, like, it reminds me of video games. Like, yes. And, yeah. and, the, and the way that, it, like, you could rewatch those eight minutes, like, probably five different times and, like, get a different meaning out of it. The Scary. way that it uses structure, confines, mm-hmm. all, it's, it's fucking... It's like it's looking so at a gigantic
0: fucking. painting. Not to, yeah. you know, paint too broad a picture here and mixing metaphors, but... Uh, sure, but I mean, it's you're It's like wrong. there's yeah. so much to take apart and taking apart... You and how your eyes dissect information is kind of part of the experience,
2: it
1: and that's me
0: really choose cool. your own
1: adventure. Yeah, yeah it's yeah.
0: really neat. And there's what's just that
2: like video game that you had me play: Defender castle. that's, just... <laughs> that's what it reminds
4: thinking, me of. You're thinking of yeah. Inside, right?
0: Inside, and uh, no, the what's what's the first
4: part? The first one from Inside's uh, oh, limbo. with the big sp- limbo. Yes, we yeah. Limbo. yeah it has those vibes for sure I, it's, totally. it's yeah. so cool and I think I just really appreciate it because there's just not really quite anything like it right like I've never seen anything like that in ter- in like in, in the video game medium in the interactive medium yes I've seen it in the infographic medium of content yes I've seen it but nothing quite narrative and so experimental and in this format I've never quite seen anything like it mm, I very cool did shit. really appreciate it but if anything happens I love you gets the vote from me uh that shit hurts Sad. also shout out to uh genius loki because i think that has the best art that's best. my that's that. my
2: vote that yeah. one's my vote and i i looked not up wrong the one one of the guys that worked on that and he's also worked on um book of kells and song of the uh, okay. sea which are the movies precursor to wolf walker so yep. um it does have that sort of like uh, looks like watercolors and cut paper and animation. And, yeah. I just like I love that with, style of animation. It plays with
4: space in a very similar yeah. way. Um, the sound yeah, it's is so also cool. very cool. And I also really like that narrative in that one too, just because it's um, it's so abstract. But there's enough like core elements where you're like, oh, I think I do get what it's going on. But at the end of the day, it's like it's kind of just about like chaos and like and depression. <laughs> Chaos, depression, but also just like, you know, like there's that one line where it's like, uh, uh, what is it like? I learned that that music can just be sound. It doesn't have to be yeah. music. And it's like, oh, that's like what this is. It is sound. It's you're being blasted by art, you know, it's mm-hmm. right. you, And then you and then you when your human mind are kind of like putting it all together. Robert loves animation. That's it. I'm done. He loves it. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. They're
1: the Kipsy short. Journal scoop. You should watch
4: them. Got em. Good. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I got will it. say, what do I want in my heart to win? Opera, hands down. That's my favorite one, but it's not what I'm going to vote for. Um, what are
0: you going to vote for?
1: I love opera so, so much. And I also, I think my second favorite was yes people because it was so funny. Yes people really it. it was very funny.
0: But <laughs> Yes People has a real has a real burn energy, if you know what I mean. Like I, I, I didn't like, think like about Seinfeld it so Seinfeld now it's like I
2: feel like I feel like it had like a apartment complex kind of Seinfeld y yeah. yeah. New York City type of energy sort of But, I'll but think about I think walls walls
4: grommet too.
1: Oh for yes. sure. Yeah. yeah. But I think if the Oscars like mm-hmm. the Academy, what they're going to award it to is a toss-up between uh genius lo- loci and uh if anything anything happens i love you and i think the academy is gonna go with the bummer of the two of them uh, and so i'm going to vote for if anything happens violence. i love you um okay. i can't say that i loved that short but i understood its importance um yeah i think it was well done to a certain degree. But I felt like it was more about the message than the act of the actual making of said project, and maybe I'm walking away with the ro- wrong interpretation of that. But my vote is going for if anything happens, I love you. Cool. Would you pick?
2: I pick Genius, Loci, or Loki. How is she? Loci. 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 Loki.
5: Okay. I Hard to say. It's he's, he's, guys,
0: guys, he's Thor's brother. I've seen all these movies. I don't <laughs> well, know. No, I, I, I get it. I, I looked <laughs> I, up. I know uh, what I'm talking about. Hold
2: on. I, it actually has a. I looked it up. Also, by the way, Robbie,
0: you have like a backpack or a jacket behind you that yeah, looks Spidey like Spider
4: Man.
3: I think that's actually just a Spider Man hood. Is it
4: a pillow? It is, it is like a oh, Lucha uh, Spider Man. Oh,
2: okay. oh, nice. Uh,
3: never mind. I don't want
0: to
2: know oh, about oh, this gosh. shit. Oh, gosh. No, okay.
3: no.
1: It's mm. in the bedroom for a reason. I'm and sure yeah. you need
3: to. Now you need to keep that on for the rest of the yeah. podcast.
0: Okay, let's That's keep fine with it going. going. Let's keep going. <laughs> Jack, did you watch any of these?
3: I didn't catch any of these. But which uh, one do you want to vote for? If if well. For two reasons, I'm going to pick. If anything happens, I love you. One, because Burno is wins these So if we're going for points, I'm yeah. just going to pick the one Burn picks. Second, so cool. it sounds like you know one of those writing assignments where you have to write the saddest possible short story with six so words. Sad. So that's yeah.
0: why Burrow. It's fucks very sad. And I'm going on the record. Burrow's about. really cute.
3: Yeah, but Burrow Burrow's doesn't great. mean anything by itself. If I'm just right. looking at the title of these things, Means everything if anything, a I happen, year old wife, if, man If anything happens, I love you. I can infer some something probably
0: Sadness. happens. Yeah,
4: <laughs> yeah. right. You True. Know? Okay. Um, if yeah, I mean, if anything happens, I love you. Is you know, I think <laughs> the youth, you the youth off. needs to ta- needs to see it. That's the what two I youths. think. Yeah. Were this you a video keep, podcast. I, gotta, I, gotta I would really demand that pull.
3: he wears keeps that hood on. But yeah, <laughs> alas, we, we only it's have
0: a, four minutes blast. to talk about the other two categories Kay. now. So Sorry. okay. Number six no no, no it's fine. I feel like animated was the one that
2: everybody watched. We really like sort of. Robert
0: really likes it. You just can't get that guy to shut up. Uh when it comes to animation. So next up is Best Short Live Action. We've got Feeling Through, The Letter Room, The Present, Two Distant Strangers, and White Eye.
2: These were all really good. they
0: are all very good.
2: And they're showing at Story Screen Beacon Theater right now.
0: Woohoo! Um
2: or they no. might be. Yeah. Yes. No, no.
0: This post, this post tomorrow. Yes. So yeah. Yes. We're showing them for another Woo. week. Come, yeah.
2: Go see him. They're good. The go live action's good. really good.
0: Uh, these are all fantastic. I went with The Letter Room. Uh, it's got my dude Oscar Isaac in it, but that is not why I picked it. With a good stash. Um, he's got a great stash going on. Uh, I picked The Letter Room because I really love Feeling Through, really love Two Distant Strangers, Robbie, Jack, Highly recommend you guys watch Two Distant Strangers if you only watch one live action one. I think you guys would really dig it, and I won't tell you why because that kind of spoils it. Okay. Um, But The Letter Room I picked because that is the one that I was the most excited about. If this director was to win, what they could do moving forward narratively. I think that all of these movies are made extremely well. They all have their own special things to them, but Letter Room gets my pick.
2: Can I ask a question? Do you, like... I understand why you say that about the letter room, but mm-hmm. I don't necessarily consider this category as like okay. They only made a short. What would they get to do if they had more money to make a full length? Mm-hmm. Like I kind of just look that's at it. That's pretty much as like, what
0: the 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 shorts, uh, especially are. live action and documentary. That's kind of what they are. All right. If okay. you win, if you that's win, not something
2: I've considered before. Like I kind of consider it as like in this short medium, yeah. which one gave me the a, most gut punch? Right, a which live one action. Deserves
1: to be called art because they adapted to the short form concept. Right. 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 Yeah.
0: I usually go by something where I'm just like, that was absolutely (coughs) fantastic. And I want to see what that person can do with an hour and a half. Gotcha. Um, uh, I have not yet seen Shiva Baby, but Shiva Baby is a perfect example where the director made Shiva Baby as a short. It got picked up and I watched the short Shiva Baby. And I can see like, oh, you can spread this seven minutes short out into gotcha. an hour and a half. Okay. You can absolutely do this. And the letter room has that feeling to it where there is a first act, a second act, and a third act. Not that the other ones don't, but it has the the feeling and the style that I'm most interested in. Mm.
3: Sort of a Thunder Road situation. Yeah.
1: Right. Okay. I gotcha. I see it. For me, my vote is going to the present yeah, that's um, mine too. I for sure really loved that that short. Um, the only one that I haven't seen yet is White Eye, so that's kind of like a blind spot for me. Um, White Eye is
2: very good, Burn, very good. but I I would go with the present over the two. Yeah,
1: and I I yeah. also really loved the Letter Room because it has Aaliyah Chaquette in it as well as Oscar Isaac, and I love those two actors. Um, but the present is dealing with the Israeli Palestine conflict that is ever present um, just for a father and daughter who are just going on like a daily task and how difficult it makes Mm -hmm. it to go through that daily task. And And I thought it was just so well done and so engaging. Um, But again, I think this category is tough. All of them are very good so far, the ones that I've seen. um, But the present definitely resonated with me the most. But I enjoyed... All of the ones that I was able to watch.
2: And that one's on Netflix, so you could watch that at home quite easily. Yes. If you are listening to this podcast. Yeah, Yeah, it's good. Yeah,
1: Robert? uh,
4: I did not have a chance to watch any of these, but I will put my name down with the present because I love blood and women. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! So there you go. Uh, Me too. (laughs) Perfect. Moving on.
0: Uh, Next up is best doc short. We have Colette. A concerto is a conversation. Do not split. Hunger Ward and a love song for Latasha. I did not have enough time to watch all of these docs. I watched Colette, so Colette is my pick because it's good, really? I didn't watch the other ones. Colette was oh. and very how good. Is,
3: Tony needs some sort of recognition somewhere. Exactly. So
0: <laughs> what better... I wish it was
3: about and Tony. <laughs>
0: and I are the co-hosts on the Colette stuff, so please sign up for our exclusive content by going to StoryScreenBeacon.com. It's only $5 a month and you get to listen to all that really cool Such Colette stuff.
1: Such a bargain. That's it. It's a wow. huge
0: what a deal. huge bargain. If
1: you choose a sub or subscribing to our exclusive content feed choose us over subway it's a much better oh, bang yeah. for your buck oh yeah huge
4: you <laughs> yeah. can subscribe to subway
1: mm. no don't do that get
4: subway you can probably get a subway card or something probably <laughs> mm. uh, I, is that a subscription i don't know uh, i love how
0: robbie <laughs> the man who lived behind a subway for a year is trying to pretend like he doesn't know
4: if there's a <laughs> subway card i didn't have a subway card Those cookies we should have gotten one. I should have gotten one because I I went there all the time. When I was doing keto, it was mostly my food, and maybe that's why I'm very sick now.
3: Uh. (laughs) Did they just give you the ham? No (laughs) bread. We
4: get get a chopped salad. You ding dong. It's here's lettuce and ham for you.
2: (laughs) You got (laughs) ham rolled in lettuce, rolled in ham. (laughs) I haven't gotten
4: Subway in. In a long time, I'm some some
0: sixteen year old that's not much failing their math classes, giving you just ham and lettuce. Uh,
5: so yeah, I will... as a
3: vegetarian, your options are bread and lettuce. So it's not yeah. a lot better. No, vegetables they got, they got, got a
2: lot of stuff there. They got a lot of stuff there.
3: Almost it's just veggies. not
2: necessarily good that veggies. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not that good.
3: They're sprayed with avocado.
2: Fresh. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that the pick your winners, damn it. Yeah, it depends on where you are, because in California, the avocado at Subway is fresh. Interesting.
3: Good to know. Good tidbit. Good tidbit. Yeah,
1: yeah. So for Uh, these, Burn,
3: which one were you voting for?
1: (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, I'll tell you these documentary shorts. Um, I don't want to discredit the work that these shorts are doing because they're all amazing they're all good and they're all sad yeah what's made it difficult for me to decide on which one the academy is going to award is because i feel like the academy doesn't always have the right kind of empathy and so i feel like this category is very woke across the board so it's kind of like well which woke level is the academy going to award for this (laughs) um because they're all if we're so going off their history, good. the most
3: performative one.
1: <laughs> but I will say that out of all of these uh, documentary shorts, Hunger Ward was my favorite. Um yeah. I mean, all of these were pretty sad, um, but Hunger Ward is dealing with uh, the war in Yemen – Um, All of the bombing that we're doing in Yemen and helping support Saudi Arabia bombing Yemen. And it's dealing with the children who are dying from malnutrition. So they cover a couple of different facilities. Uh, One's a hospital. One's more of like a more rural hospital setting. And it's about these women who are helping uh, trying to get these children to live And it was very empowering to watch. They give you all of the right documentation at the end to say if you want to get involved with helping the situation and stopping America from supporting Saudi Arabia to bomb Yemen and uh, destroy these families Um, it gives you all of the right information at the end to help you like also become an activist after watching it which i really really enjoyed um so my vote is for hunger ward i don't know if that's what the academy is going to go with but i really really enjoyed that short
2: there were a lot of really cool shots in hunger ward as well like without talking about content and you know subject matter it was like the usage of like a ceiling fan in a hospital room, and then that transitioning into like helicopter bombing, all sorts of stuff. Like it was, it wasn't too overdone. It was just like pretty cool. I thought it thought it was very well done. Um, yeah, because
1: I feel like also I really enjoyed Do Not Split, but the making of the documentary itself was so manic that yeah, I felt Do like split. I had to respect like very the art form shaky yeah. of it too. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Do Not Split deals with, like, protesters in Hong Kong. And it is, like, a lot of on-the-ground riot footage. So it's, like, very shaky, very violent. It's really good as well. But, and I'm, yeah, into,
1: I think- I'm into, like, the found footage style of it. I like it that the yeah. reporters were on the ground. I just think the compiling of all of those different bits of information seemed uh, just very much like, so here's this month. Here's right. this day.
2: There's less of a narrative to it for sure. Right. Um, I think a love song for Latasha has the most narrative per se, like it's the most non-documentary style. It's very like using bits and pieces of relatives and friends storytelling and then recreating footage where there wasn't footage. So I feel like that's sort of like the most kind of like whimsical about it when it's talking about a girl who got shot in a convenience store. With the money for what she was going to buy in her hand, um, I feel like they might go with that. So that's going to be my vote, even though I really liked Hunger Ward. And I also liked uh, a concerto as a conversation because that was a cool conversation between a grandson who is a composer and his grandpa who was like first generation business owner, black man from the South who moved out to California that's like a very cool – the way that the shots go back and forth between showing the face of the grandson and the grandpa. It's it's just like really cool. Um, but I I kind of feel like a love song for Latasha might win. All good That's choices. Vote. Yeah. They're all good though. They're all good.
3: Those all sound really good. I really want to see that Hunger Ward documentary. It sounds Yeah. Really
0: I, I'm going to watch powerful. these docs. I swear. I just uh... – <laughs> I didn't have enough time. I had to watch this bullshit Eddie Redmayne movie from uh, 2006 with Tony Collette in it. Uh, <laughs> instead, did you watch that yet, Byrne? Not yet. <laughs> Murderous Intent, A.K.A. Like Minds. That's
1: the next one on my Fuck list. That movie,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking waste of my
2: fucking time. We hey, that's shit. premium
3: content, Mike. Can you uh, hold hold that for? Gotcha.
2: Yes, yeah, five dollars. No, okay. Yeah,
1: but uh, movie uh,
0: might be great. Tune in. Who, who knows?
1: Uh, Colette though, for uh, the listeners, is a. It's a story of a woman who is now in her 70s, 80s, um, going to the concentration camp where her brother (coughs) had passed away um, because she was part of the French Revolution and the French Resistance fighting during the Holocaust. And her brother was arrested and ended up dying in this concentration camp. So she had never gone to Germany ever to visit or anything and so it's about her going to Germany to like witness where her brother passed away. So all it of them are like very some, good.
3: These are very heavy documentaries.
2: sad. Holy moly. Yeah, they're all, um, they're all very sad.
0: Robbie, Jack, do you want to just toss some pics down? Hunger ward.
2: Hunger yeah. ward's good.
3: Yeah, me too. It's
2: all very right.
0: good. Fuck yeah, moving on. <laughs> we got to catch up. Uh we're trying to keep this tight because right. we're professional. Yeah, did you All say right. we had
3: some short categories to do?
0: Yeah, that's yeah. what these were supposed to be. <laughs> oh, but uh, uh, you can never stop Shorties. amazing conversation. Keep going. You can't keep it down. So next up is best documentary feature. Uh, up for grabbing that gold boy is Collective, Crip Camp, The Mole Agent, My Octopus Teacher,
4: and Time.
1: I'm going to just vote for Time. I won't time. say anything else.
4: Time, it is, for me as well. I hear that Octopus one is really good.
2: It is good. It made me sad, and it's an octopus. It was good.
0: They're really smart.
2: But I vote for Time.
0: I vote for Time as well. It's great. Has everybody here seen Time? It's really good. Time is fantastic. It's really good. Time is one of the greatest movies ever made. Wow. Time is fantastic. Wow. As
2: as far as documentaries go, though, Collective is very good.
0: You're the one, Diana, you've seen the most of these, right? I've seen them
2: all. You've seen them all. Uh, Tell us about him real quick. All right. So, Octopus Teacher, if you like watching any kind of Dave Attenborough type of film, it is actually very endearing because it's a dad who is, you know, a diver and he has his own family, but he's sort of like dealing with um, – documenting this octopus and not interfering and then at the same time starting to feel protective of it and it's just him diving every single day in this area right by where he lives and it's it's just like a cool narrative regardless and then it's hard to not get attached it's very cool
1: i've seen a Uh, terrible narrative on reddit about people reading that guy to filth for having the relationship with the octopus and i know it's not true but yeah, that yeah, cracked yeah. Me Don't up. be
3: nasty, guys. <laughs> yeah. Come on.
1: Yeah. Um,
3: Being all rude and stuff
1: yeah. about nasty. love. It's sad. Don't
3: be gross.
1: It's sad.
2: It's good. It's very cool. Um, nature is awesome, so I would always just go with that. The mm-hmm. things that you think aren't.
3: Enjoy while it lasts, everyone. Yeah,
2: exactly. Uh, the Mole Agent is also sad. It's that, a
3: sad one?
0: That one's on Hulu. It's good. It's, good.
2: it's, it's a. A really charismatic older gentleman who can take care of himself going undercover in a nursing home for a private investigator that was hired because one of the patients, their mom thinks that her mom's stuff is getting stolen or that she might be getting abused. And he's a hot ticket. He's really funny and he's really smart and he starts to enjoy actually living there. And he's like one of five men. So he is a hot commodity at the nursing home. Um, but it's a little sad cause he gets to leave and the other people do not. So there's that. And I would say Crip Camp, really good. Um, and
0: Collective is sort of
2: like a, like
0: a. Collective is really good. That would probably be my second choice. It's just like.
2: It's kind of like. Time is just like. Whatchamacallit. Like, go call go it? fuck like, yourself. Um, like, it's just
0: like, it's time. Like, that's it. It's, yeah. If time doesn't win.
5: I'm You're shaking out of time. My head. Yeah. I'm shaking Co- my head.
2: Collective is like very investigative journalism, mm-hmm. and like how you know, uh, it's kind of crazy the things that get covered up. Like it was like yeah. all these people that of were like, in a fake fire. news
0: pol- political kind of stuff. Yeah. But it was. It was kind of I, like how
2: the hospitals were watering down the cleaning products that they should have been
0: sanitization. Yeah, comes so, into it. Yeah.
2: In the in a pandemic, it is like extra scary to to watch that one. But, but
0: I wish you
2: had more time. time. Yeah, it's very good. Is Moving
3: there a place on. where uh, someone could watch Time? Amazon uh, Prime.
0: Mother Prime. Mother. Time Prime.
2: Time is on Prime.
0: Time is on Prime. Watch it right now. If you're listening to this, pause this movie. Yeah. If you haven't seen Time, and go watch it.
5: Octopus. And if you haven't seen
0: Time, you're gonna pause it anyway. And right. Go Watch it. Octopus See you guys teacher. later. Go watch time. Come back in a little bit, Jack. We'll, we'll still be here. Yeah, I'll <laughs> check
3: in with you guys in an
2: yeah. hour and a half. Crip Camp and Octopus Teacher are both on Netflix, Mole Agents on Hulu. I think Collective's now on Hulu.
0: Yeah, Collective dropped on Hulu uh, and the time day still after we rented it for five bucks. Oh, it's all right. Support the arts.
1: It's all right. it's okay.
0: Moving on. So, uh,
1: are, is everyone on time?
0: I think everybody was on time. All
1: right. right.
0: Is everybody on time? Everybody's uh, clocked in?
1: All right. Sure.
0: <laughs> sure. All right. Best international feature coming right up.
1: Mm. We
0: got Another Round from Denmark, Better Days from Hong Kong, Collective, again, from Romania, The Man Who Sold His Skin from Tunisia, and Kovares Alda from Bosnia and Herzegovina
3: has that ever happened before where a documentary also gets nominated for
0: i feel like it has it happens often because international film rules are a little bit different it just needs to be a feature which means it needs to be longer than 45 minutes Mm.
4: okay
5: so So,
0: if you got a really kick-ass documentary that just kind of beats all the other narratives they're like sure
3: damn they let features be 45 minutes yeah man can we get more of that please
0: yeah
4: Shimmer Baby's nice. only an hour and seventeen minutes. Well, Seventy seven minutes, rocks. yeah. Although what, it feels
0: much longer. Uh short. The short the short thing. Quibi. Was it Quibi?
1: Yeah. Oh quibby.
3: That Quibi.
0: didn't fucking work out too mm. well. So uh well, I
3: don't worry short form entertainment. Thirteen and, and forty five, if we can somewhere just find a, a nice the sweet spot. balance there. Yeah, the sweet spot.
0: Uh D, you've seen most of these.
2: I did not see the last one, the Bosnia-Herzegovina. I was trying to cram it in. It is now on Hulu, so we mm-hmm. don't have to rent it. But I saw all the other ones. And Better Days is very good, I would say, as just a movie that I think you guys would like. I think you would enjoy Better Days. Uh, but my vote is with another round. Mads Mikkelsen is yeah. way good. The director of that is way good. Thomas Vinterberg.
0: Thomas Vinterberg, fantastic director. Mads Mickelson. all of us know. Yeah. Everybody here on this podcast uh, knows how much we want to eat him. He's a good dude. Great. I cons- but, uh, consume. Uh, consume.
2: It is sort of like he's the main character, but it is kind of an ensemble. It's an ensemble and I would for, say... sure. Yeah,
0: for sure. He's definitely like the lead performer, kind of yeah. drawing everybody in. But the
2: other guys are also really good. They're
5: fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. great.
0: Yeah. That would be my vote. Yeah. I loved Collective as well, like as I said before, and The Man Who Sold His Skin. Me and Dee watched that a couple of nights ago. It's a fantastic weird Fantastic film. But good. Uh, very excited to see um, what not only that director, but that cinematographer does moving forward uh but another round is my pick because um that shit slaps and it is a it is an ode and a celebration of alcohol and the positive effects of what alcohol are which because there are so many negative effects of alcoholism and different types of drinking alcohol sometimes it gets lost like the beautiful things that alcohol can do you know alcohol is always present at weddings and all these all these big moments in our lives uh and i feel like another round is 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 championing the the use of alcohol whether it be responsible or irresponsible and talking about what those different levels mean and mads mickelson is a snack and
4: that's it he is certainly a snack uh i'm also going another round uh i watched that movie the day i decided to stop drinking for a while because <laughs> yeah. i was Ouch. having health problems uh I but mean, in, I, in, in I feel but like I think it talks the about movie
2: aging as well as alcohol. the movie can
4: be interpreted. <laughs> I think in both ways. I think in yeah. the same way where where Bird is mentioning it's it's a cheers to drinking. It is also like a um, a mournful glare at cautionary consequences. Be he, yes. careful, yeah. though. Like you know. So I think I think that's the cool thing about the movie is that we can interpret its message in different ways. You know. So it, when I watched it, it meant it meant a lot to me. Fuck, I wanted a beer, though.
3: Fuck. It's it's not really pro-alcohol or anti-alcohol. No, it no. is it's, just, this is it's alcohol. It's
0: talking the about it. the romanticization of mm-hmm. social interaction when alcohol is involved. And yeah. there are bad things, obviously, and there are good things, obviously. And I think it paints both of those beautifully.
2: I feel like yeah. it talks a lot about, like... Not so much about alcohol, but about that feeling of <coughs> feeling younger and feeling, like, smart and feeling funny and feeling great. The like, liquid courage. It's sort of like that chase for that. Like, yeah. that's sort of the argument of them, like, hitting the peak. And then when you realize you've gotten too far, it's sort of like that getting older and trying to to come to terms with whatever else is going on in your life. Absolutely. So it's worth The invincibility
3: of drinking exactly two beers.
2: Yeah.
3: So that was their mistake. Mitchell and Webb's inebriati. (laughs) You just two beers in at all time and you're good.
1: I like that. You're vibing. Yeah, my biggest. That's one I would pick too. Yeah. But my biggest qualm with uh, another round is that they would drink the alcohol and then immediately take their breathalyzer to be like, what am I at? And I'm like, dudes. It's not gonna kick in until like yeah. you got to take that breathalyzer like after you've had the yeah. drink. Like you can't just like sit in a bathroom stall and like chug the shots and then be like breathalyzer. Oh, I'm at that perfect level. <laughs> it made me feel like they didn't understand how alcohol worked fully, which was kind of yeah, weird. I think that's to probably
3: me. part. That's part of it. Point the point yeah. of the movie is they. Didn't they really know what it. they were doing, and they were in <laughs> over their heads, and also they were probably drunker than they thought they were. Yeah, totally.
1: The were always, I think that's totally. kind of the point. They were yeah. always drunker than what they yes. thought they were. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's my pick as well.
2: Yeah, is that a so Yeah, it's good.
3: It's a good movie. I wish it was on this list more. Yeah. Yes,
0: that's
2: I mean, all I'll say. It's on there. Uh, I was more excited more than that, I that, thought. that we'll the director that got, got the nominated. I was pretty excited about that. That's fucking
0: wild. So. Uh, moving on, we're going to talk some music, guys. Let's talk best original song first, real quick. Let's talk Fight For You from Judas and the Black Messiah. Hear My Voice, The Trial of the Chicago 7. "Burn,"
1: Hustavik from European song. Song.
0: <laughs> song Contest. <Yeah.
1: laughs> uh,
0: Isn't it Eurovision Song Contest?
1: The Story of Fire Saga.
0: Thank you very much. Uh, Losicin, The Life Ahead, and Speak Now. One Night in Miami, dot, dot, dot.
3: And today we have a very special event, listeners. Mike Burge will be singing uh, an excerpt <laughs> from each of these songs. Oh, good. Mike, take it away.
0: Uh, I have not listened to any of these songs uh, besides wow. Josefek because there's no fucking reason to. Oh.
3: I'm sorry, listeners. Josefek I, uh, is the my one. My notes are wrong here.
0: It deserves to win, <laughs> and that is it.
2: Fight That's for You man. sounds like a song I would Fight like for you normally. it's a piece
0: of shit song. No, it's not. I
2: haven't heard it. Oh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know I just is, plugged but... them into YouTube, and it's pretty good. It's a pretty good song, but husovic has gotta it's, 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 win. That's Husabik's not a song that's
3: in the movie, though,
0: yeah. right? It plays in the credits. Yeah. I think it plays yeah, during the like credits.
2: That's the thing.
5: It's oh, a it's, oh,
0: it's, shit, it's, uh, wiki wow wiki wow, wow west You know, like, no, it's not in, it's it is not in the movie. It's
2: a good song. <laughs> Easy there, white Sorry.
4: boy. Yeah. Shots I fired. Between, <laughs> I think that it has to be uh, Husovic. Yes. When I watched... The sweet Eurovision. It was. It had been recommended to me before the pandemic by uh, the young Bernadette.
2: Yeah. And she was
4: like, honestly, dude, this movie kind of kicks ass. I was like, you fool. There's no way it kicks ass. you were a, <laughs> a foolish fool. No, 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 no. And then I watched it and I was like, now who is the fool? Now who is fool on their face? <laughs> yeah. It's me. Uh, that movie fucking rocks. And that song rocks. Slaps. Yeah. Uh, but also speak now, close second. But. Jusevich.
2: I would say Leslie Odom Jr has an awesome voice and him at, him covering Sam Cooke if that song had been nominated? Yes. I'd be like yes, sure. but yes. But, but Sam that's, Cooke that's wrote that song. That's, song. that's not an original yeah. song. Yeah. So like his Speak Now song is good, but it's not as good as him actually covering Sam Cooke at the end of that movie. Oof. Oof. Yeah. Husovic.
0: Husovic. Husovic. Yeah. Want well, that movie us? Now? One of us.
1: Well, no, okay, let me, I'll, I'll give Jack <laughs> maybe an out, because I haven't, like, officially chosen. Um, uh What? what? I, I'm going to be a Judas here and go for the vote that I think is going to get it, which is Judas the Black Messiah. You can't Judas do that Black with
0: Messiah. this. You have to, think at so? least on this one, it's you have totally to give it fucked. the power. Burn out for blood. That insane. Is, yeah, but you that cannot. song is
2: actually very good. Like, that would be, like, a song that I would actually listen to. But, Burn, think eh. if
0: you don't vote for husovic right now for your vote, and it does win. We fool You're going to be so conflicted you'll
2: be it's, split in two You'll be
0: like one of those yin yang necklaces it, It's,
1: it's going to be me well, yin for yin sure together, I But I, this is a hot take I like Double Trouble Better than Husevich Really? I mean, yes. That's, the a other, yeah. That's a lot if, 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 if we're
5: shipping the, the to whole
0: talk movie about What's the best song in yeah. the movie yeah. sure But this Dance is the Stevens, option man. the academy has given
4: us Yeah Double yeah. Trouble
1: is So good It's an all time banger Of It's so good but um, Burn,
4: you don't want fool you don't want fool in your face.
1: I will I will go <laughs> on a podcast and say, listeners, I have fool on my face if I lose this. But wow. I think they're gonna give it to fight for you. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Jack, this makes it easier on you if you want to go off of Husivik, but it's up to you. <laughs> uh,
3: I mean as we all know, I don't uh like <laughs> music really, so I don't really have a dog in this fight either. Yeah, no, um no. is Huzavik it featured in the film yeah it's like Eurovision v- song performed, yeah. contest.
4: performed in the song Or in it is is a, not just in the I credits mean, Eurovision yeah. is a musical essentially
1: yes. yes. okay
3: so then that one I guess Yeah. fuck
1: yeah I will do a, a, a an agreed upon walk of shame if Husevic loses but I don't know what that walk of shame entails <laughs> I mean now well, you kind of just like you can't lose Game of Thrones like... style you know, if Fight for You yeah.
0: wins, you get the point. Shame. If Pacific wins, you get to sleep at night. Mm-hmm.
3: True.
1: I will <laughs> be happy if i we'll Finally,
3: get to sleep at night. We're gonna hire Will Ferrell <laughs> to shame you in person.
1: That would be delightful. I would
3: love that we pay really the money for a cameo punishment. to
1: make fun of the uh, Oh yeah, that'd be shoot. great.
3: I'm guessing Will would cost a lot of money.
5: Yeah. I'm into it. Let's, penny. In. Yeah. Let's like
0: open up a lemonade stand or
5: something.
1: I don't uh, think he's uh, on cameo, but we can try to I get don't him think on so cameo. Either.
0: Yeah, we'll just track him down. Yeah. Uh moving right along. Um the uh last category before our break, uh we have best original score. Uh, And that is Five Bloods by Terrence Blanchard, Mank, Trent Reznor, Atticus Ross, or Trar, Minari, Emile Moseri, News of the World, James Newton Howard, and Soul, Trent Reznor, Atticus Ross, Trar, and John Batiste. What you
4: guys y- you got? You know you know, what's the one that, like, when I look at this list, I actually can hear in my mind the most is Five Bloods. It's oh yeah, That one sport. that one overture uh, it, I that's the what's one I like, like? here. It like? Like, it's like
3: And that's that's why that's the one that should win.
1: <sighs> mm. Yeah.
4: I'm going for the five blood. It's like uh I don't know, it's like Dah! I can't do it. You can't do it. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's yeah, in yeah. my head, I can't you got really it. do it. Husevic, can't. Your home sweet home. You can do
3: it. Five bloods. Da, 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 da,
4: da, da, da. Uh I'm doing the five bloods. On that one. Um, Fuck yeah. uh, uh, um, I think Soul's a close second for me as well Because I do think the score in Soul uh, Fucking bumps yeah, Fucking rocks But I... does Trent
3: Reznor really need another award?
2: John Batiste <laughs> does <laughs> Sure I I feel like I liked the Trent Reznor stuff better Than the John Batiste stuff in Soul Because it like tricked me into thinking That it was Radiohead for a second When he was like <laughs> falling through Like all of the layers of weird shit But I'm gonna go with Minari <laughs> dang i <laughs> love it
4: the Mink one's yeah. good the main one is great too. minari
2: score is really beautiful i'm going for it uh yeah
1: i didn't um, know
3: batista was a, a musician
1: mm. oh it's john, john Batista. i mean he's a
0: great actor <laughs> no, john, excellent john, wrestler john, john batiste
3: oh who's that
1: he does he's the the lead bandman for uh stephen colbert's late show um, but he's also just a very good musician. <laughs> Outside I
0: see. of Stephen Colbert. One of the Gobert. most jazz famous uh, jazz pianist. musicians living today. Yeah.
5: He's, he's very good. He's very
0: good. Uh, he's also, he plays Drax in Guardians of the Galaxy.
3: R- oh, that guy. Yeah, Is no. You he's were cool. confused
0: Yeah, yeah, he's good. good. Yeah. Same guy. Uh, I pick.
2: You're going Mank, I'm aren't going Mank. I knew it. Uh, the Mank I... one's
0: really good. Mank, I, I, uh, it was going to be a toss-up between Soul and Mank. I think they're both fantastic. Um, I listened to them, uh, both back to back today while I was doing some dishes and some chores, uh, Mank straight off the bat, Mank right off the, straight out the, ba- straight out the gate, Mank just starts out and you're just like Mank, 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 Mank. Hey. And it's great. It's great. I love
2: it. Going Minari. It probably won't win, but I like it the best.
1: I
4: don't think mine's going to win either. So.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm going to go soul. Um, That's I think, uh, right. I think soul will win. I think, soul's I think soul's soul definitely going to win. Yeah. Yeah. And Jack, how about yeah.
4: you? Uh, Yeah, I'll go with The Five Bloods.
1: All right. Yeah. Nice.
4: Damn straight. It's a good score. It is great. a
5: good
1: despite,
4: score. Really despite is. me not being able to uh, produce it from my mouth.
1: <laughs> so James <laughs> Howard is pretty great. But did anyone even see News of the World? Because I did not. Oh, oh, me and D watched yeah. News of the World, baby. Yeah. Yeah. It is
0: good. Yeah, it, it is good. It's good. It's a good movie.
1: It's a good score. Interesting.
0: It's just a... Uh, Whatever. It's a good score, but it's yeah. not
2: as good as some of these other ones. Yeah. Gotcha. In James, my opinion. James
0: Newton Howard is like- He's great. Know, he's, he's great. He does what he does. It sounds good. The cinematography also in News of the World, the best parts about it is the cinematography Tom and the Hanks. music. Both got nominated. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Bob, bing ba boom Tom Hanks is literally so good in News of the World that they can't nominate him. And I'm not being sassy. He's very or good. He's just like he's doing his Tom Hanks yeah, thing. It's just Tom Hanks. And you're just like Tom. You've gotten nominated and won for this shit like eight times. We're not doing this anymore. Yeah. Change it up. Give us another beautiful day in the he neighborhood. He's good though. He's great. He's good. Um. All right. So that wraps up our first half. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and you can peep. hear from some of our ad sponsors coming right up here and when we come back we're going to be immediately jumping into uh, adapted and original screenplay, uh, working our way all the way up through uh, some of the production design, editing, cinematography, leading all the way to Best Picture. We'll be right back after this quick commercial
5: break. Hey guys,
0: Mike Burge popping in here real quick to tell you about a really cool business that you should definitely be supporting whether you live in the immediate Hudson Valley area or not. It's called Darkside Records. It's an absolutely fantastic place that you need to check out immediately. They sell everything. Anything that's cool, they got it. They're not just records, they got CDs, they got cassette tapes, they got all of the music stuff that you want to do, but they also got really cool t-shirts, they got great CBD supplement options, and they got that dank glassware. You know what I'm talking about, it's for tobacco use, but you know, we don't have to lie about that anymore. We don't have to lie about it in New York and be like, oh, this is just for like tobacco use only, I'm going to just use this. You can use that shit for absolutely anything. You can use it for anything that you want. If you want to smoke, you know, oregano in it, you can do that. You know, don't smoke anything that's going to hurt you or be really bad for you. Like, don't do that. Anyway, they have that stuff. They also got DVDs, Blu-rays Did I mentioned vinyl. They also got VHS tapes, laser discs. I kind of go there to check that stuff out. It's where I get my record player fixed. It's where I get my VCR fixed. Darkside Records, Friends of the Show, absolutely fantastic. They have their own podcast as well. They got two of them, actually. I've actually guested on them before. It's an absolutely fun business to support. Um, you can check more stuff out by going to darksiderecords.com. You can order online and have it delivered to you wherever you live in the world. Pretty sure they'll just get it to you. And if you live in the immediate area, you know, they are at 611 Duchess Turnpike in Poughkeepsie. Uh, they're fantastic. Again, that website is darksiderecords.com. Visit it, check it out, see if you like it. Drop on in and see them. They are open uh all the fucking time. I mean, these guys, these guys wreck it. I I know they're open 7 days a week. Essentially 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. I think they have different hours on Sunday. Oh, I do know that they do because I have it written right here in the copy. They're open 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Sunday. Right now with the health and safety stuff, they're doing masks are required. All the staffs are wearing masks. Staffs are required to disinfect surface areas between visits. And there's dividers at checkout. I have gone there multiple times after the start of the pandemic. And all these different regulations and guidelines are in place. I feel completely safe. They got that little hand sanitizer squirt bottle right at the front door. I use it when I'm coming in and I use it as I'm going out. Going to kill whatever I'm bringing in and I'm not taking anything out with me. They're an absolutely fantastic business filled to the very brim with very cool people both working there and going there. So if you wanted to try and improve your coolness, you cannot do much better than starting to go to Darkside Records, the Hudson Valley's Largest independent record shop. And welcome back. Jumping right back into it because now we've got some real fun stuff to talk about. We're talking about the Academy Award nominations. For the 93rd year,
4: In case you didn't Best
0: know. Adapted Screenplay.
2: Adapted? We're going adapted? Adapted. We're
0: doing adapted first. Adopted. And the nominees <laughs> are Borat Subsequent <laughs> Movie Film.
2: Subsequent.
3: You're one of those kinds of Subsequent. guys, huh? No, Subsequent.
1: No.
0: <laughs> um, Subsequent. Let's move on. The uh, Faja.
2: <laughs> the Faja.
0: No Mi- No Midland. Mm-hmm. Uh, One night in Miami, dot, dot, dot.
4: <laughs> Careful
0: on this next one. <laughs> the White Tiger. Perfect.
4: Appropriate. Yeah, no, I like that.
0: I am very, these two, I feel like costume design and production design and like the makeup and stuff that we're going to get to soon, I'm really interested to hear you guys' takes on. But don't want, you're
4: not interested in this one. In this one, i have <laughs> zero interest. Could not it. Give it no, the I'm actually, of show well, I'm show
0: really I am I'm, I'm, I'm kind of uh excited to see how much we uh sync up and differ on these guys. What what I have a I have a question to, Yes. So Adaptive screenplay, screenplay is it is for Borat. based on Can you explain oh,
4: okay. it? So can you explain why uh, it's Borat a sequel. Would qualify? So if it's, a, it if it's if
0: it's a sequel, it's based on pre-existing
3: oh. content. Yes. No, okay. Robert. They they took all the jokes; they were written on <laughs> Twitter.com, uh, and they well, adapted thought, thought, those for the film. Because well,
4: I've read the Borat book
3: for the big um, screen,
4: <laughs> and there's some differences I don't agree with. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. That that clarifies that. Thank you.
1: Uh, as I mentioned earlier, the fact that Nomadland was taken from an article that was then made into a book that was then made into this movie, that has my vote. And especially the meshing of real-world people within the context of Nomadland with actual fictional characters. That's why Nomadland gets my vote. Cool.
3: That movie was originally... They they intended it to be a documentary, right? And they pivoted...
1: Essentially, yes. Somewhere
3: through... Makes sense. You know... Borat subsequent movie film is on this list, but there's only one true, f- real life movie that came out last year. Technically, should have come out last year, but actually came out this year. I'm um, looking at you, the father. If if the father counts, and this movie counts. Um, it's called Bad Trip. I don't know if you guys have seen this movie,
5: <laughs> no, but I it is seen it,
3: yet. it is the best. We're doing this shit in front of live people, and these live people are now actors in our movie, whether they know it or not.
2: That's cool.
3: And it f- is the closest I've ever come to dying from laughter.
5: <laughs> so that's a, that's a
3: I good think you person. guys should go yeah, on Netflix go watch and watch Bad like Trip. That. Um, but that said, I, the only one I've seen on this list is Borat. Um I think Borat was really good um, and and quite funny, Um, but I also feel like it's going to have aged so, so, so quickly uh, because Mm. Borat was made for that very, very specific moment in time that I think the majority of us want to leave as far behind as possible. So I'm curious how that holds up. Um, But yeah, that's my piece on that.
0: That's your pick, Borat?
3: I, I guess. Like I said, it's the only one I've seen. the only one you've seen. Yeah. Yeah
4: uh Uh, i I am oh mm no no you no 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 you please no No, you no 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 no, 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 please you, (laughs) sir no thank you uh
0: just wanted to restate real quick that uh burrow fucks extremely hard um for best adapted screenplay i picked the father
2: me too Hey, you there you go. And you didn't let me see your cheat sheet, so exactly, I didn't. Copy it also does
3: it. sound good from from
4: what you said. Uh, it's
0: very it's, good. It's one of those things where it's like it's based you based know, on a play, uh, though, yeah, right? Play to it. Can't one wait for it to things, come out. Like you watch something like like Ma Rainey's <laughs> Black Bottom or One Night in Miami, which are based on plays. You can see all of these different kind of um, artificialities that are coming into moving something from just a single stage live performance, speaking very loudly type of thing to much more quieter, intimate takes on these events. And the father is just uh, an extremely good version of taking something that is supposed to be presented right in front of you in real time uh, and utilizing all of the things that movie magic has to offer. Music, editing, blocking, framing. Yeah, Um, definitely. uh, You can see... uh, I haven't seen The Father on stage. I'm actually very interested now to at least even watch a presentation of it because I want to see exactly where those are, um, where the things are in it that make The Father such a special kind of cinematography and editing kind of marvel. Um, And I think a lot of that is based on transferring the screenplay from right in front of you live action to... We've got all the time in the world to prepare this and then cut it together exactly how we want so that it's razor sharp. Uh, absolutely love it. Nomadland is a very tight second um, for a lot of the things that Burn was talking about. I think it's very impressive, you know, the, the, the history of how this thing came to be um, is extremely impressive. And <clears throat> the fact that the end result is one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen, the screenplay is very much in there.
4: Yeah, for me it was between uh, Nomadland and One Night in Miami. And uh I'm going with Nomadland because, because of the uh exactly what Burn mentioned before is is the the way it was adapted to screen. Um I think is a feat. And the thing with like One Night in Miami is like I love the writing in One Night in Miami. I love the dialogue, I love the story. I love that, but I think the real craft in turning it into a movie doesn't come from the adaptation of the screenplay. It comes from the adaptation of the stage. So the set design, the, uh, although those elements I think are really what like the cinematography, especially, I think the cinematography in one night, Miami, like fucking rules, Dude. uh, any, anything you can do with a single setting to make it, you know, you could see it in your mind. The floor layout I think is, is always a feat, but uh no man land in this category, I think takes it just because of, The way uh, it was adapted.
5: Mm.
0: And that's the same thing with the father is uh, it's 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 primarily a single setting. Um, There are some cheats in there, but those cheats also um, derive very um, uncomfortable uh, situations um, where you're not exactly sure. It's just I think all of the things that are special about the father come from the screenplay first and I think that everything else on top of it the actors that they've picked how they've decided to block and shoot it how they've decided to make everything look all comes from the screenplay and all those things are great on their own but I think they all owe uh their what makes them so special and uh cutting uh coming directly from the screenplay I mean indeed did you want to talk about you picked the father too
2: no. I, I, you got it. I'll talk more <laughs> during original. But yeah, I picked The Father too. It's good.
0: Right on. Moving to original screenplay. And the nominees are Judas and the Black Messiah, Minari, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago 7.
1: I I'll totally just like speak first on this. Do um I. When it comes to what I think this film deserves, I I definitely don't think it's going to get awarded in a lot of other categories, and so for me, my choice is "Promising Young Woman" because I think the the concept of how do we boil down what it means to be a woman in today's society um, is such a daunting task, and the fact that Emerald Fennell. Just was like, all right, this is how I want to tackle this problem and tackle this issue and also kind of show empathy towards other people who get caught up in this same problem um, because of society. Because I think even when I was watching the film, the men, although they were doing terrible things, I was also empathetic towards them because they were coached by society to act a certain way and were kind of given a pass too many times that they were conditioned to think oh i get a pass in this life and i think the way that emerald fennel wrote about that problem in society was excellent and i don't think she was really casting hard blame towards either gender i think she was just saying we're in a problem here and how do we solve it and i think she wrote about that situation that we're currently in beautifully. So my vote is Promising Young Woman.
0: Well yeah, said. I mean, yeah, on that, you actually <laughs> just completely flipped my take on that screenplay. Um, thank yeah, you. I thought
2: you liked that screenplay uh, quite a bit.
0: No, the screenplay, it's the inverse. I like the directing in it. I didn't like the screenplay too much. Um Because I felt that the pacing of certain things and the promises that were made in the first uh, half of the movie... Uh, weren't really kind of screenplay-wise paid off um, as it kept going on. This is very much kind of the point of what Promising Young Woman is attempting to do. But you are right that it is, um, that's kind of the deal, is that that's not what you get. Um, You don't get the thing that you're promised kind of thing. That kind of just made me completely uh, rethink my take on that. Um, Thank you.
1: You're welcome. Uh, It is the
3: best case I've heard for that movie. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's – the biggest issue I had with that movie was the screenplay and that was the thing that kind of held me back a little bit. But I think you kind of just very quickly in just a couple sentences like just (laughs) knocked my head over and I was like, oh, right. That's what's going on there. Okay, I get it now. And it's like with Promising Young Woman, I was initially a little bit less uh, hot on it as uh, some other people were. I feel like that's kind of starting to come back around right now, like Robbie was talking about, where a lot more people are gaining immediate access to it. It's it's not a coincidence that in the past week, everyone started talking about Promise Young Woman because it finally dropped down to $4.99 rental. So now everybody's watching it and they're going like, oh, wait, that's what everybody's been talking about. And that was kind of my thing where I had been waiting like over a year to see this movie. I was very excited about it. It got delayed a lot. And when I finally watched it, I was like, good movie. That's what everybody's talking about. And I kind of like had like a, a grudge against it. And I had to kind of work through that and realize it's, look, it's got the best soundtrack. If they had like best original soundtrack, like soundtrack with like using uh, pre-established, pre-used music, that's it. I've got it on vinyl. It, it's great. I play at the theater all the time. It's awesome. Um, but thank you for that. Uh, because that actually makes me appreciate the movie a lot more. Now it definitely would have broken my top 20. Um, <laughs> but for a screenplay, I'm going to go with uh, Sound of Metal.
1: Also an excellent choice.
0: <laughs> I think that Sound of Metal screenplay is... Uh, it's such a It's such a film school nerd thing to do. Like, I'm going to write a screenplay about addiction. And they're going to go through the seven stages of grief, act by act... But they do it extremely believably and well. A lot of that is based on Riz Ahmed's performance. But a lot of that is based on how everything is paced evenly. And they're not afraid <clears throat> to take risks, not spend too much on um, the different stages of grief and kind of just like get through them. And uh, I love it. It's good screenplay.
2: It's good editing, too. I feel like in some cases that the editing we'll get, is we'll just get as there. important. Oh, we're <laughs> yeah. going to get there. I'm voting Minari. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, say, I say when a yeah. writer writes about what they know, and this guy's writing about his own family, and I think you, you feel it, and you recognize it, even if you're not Asian American. Absolutely. You, rec- you recognize the family roles, and I've read a lot of really awesome feedback uh, about other people recognizing their parents or grandparents in it, so yeah. I feel like it's good. It's good.
4: I like. I hope it. he was cute as a button when he was a boy, like oh, man. the boy who plays him,
2: Alan <laughs> <Ellen> Kim. Alan <laughs> Kim. That kid is.
0: That I kid am, is I awesome. I am
4: so excited. Give upset him that the that kid Must
0: grow up.
2: He's adorable. He doesn't It's, get to a, it's, tra- like it's a travesty.
0: It's it such a
4: travesty. It's really, yeah, I mean, he travesty. Travesty. might <laughs> be <laughs> like <laughs> 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 Elijah Wood. Yeah,
2: he could be like Elijah
1: Wood. Yeah. Maybe could be. that would okay. be very cool for him. Yeah.
4: I don't know if Elijah Wood could play the young boy in a movie, but. I think he could probably. I'd, I'd watch I'd him trust
1: The
0: small boy <laughs> certainly. It's, like think about it. Do. It's been 20 years. It's been over 20 years since he shot Lord of the Rings, and he kind of still looks the same. But the same. The yeah. to shave but down.
5: I mean, and before
2: that's Lord it. of the Rings, Elijah Wood, because I'm dating myself and I'm older than you guys. He no, you was the kid me. boy actor. <laughs> he was he was the dreamboat child actor. He was in everything. Yeah. He was the against Macaulay Culkin, the good son. They good were the rivals. Boy. Yeah. Who's I seen do the good hear. Son? Raise your hand. <clears throat> Who's hmm? seen the good son? Who's seen
0: the good son? Raise your a, hand. Oh, I haven't.
2: It's a scary movie. It's a scary movie. Hmm.
0: It's a great movie. <laughs> it was mine before it was his.
5: Yeah. It's, it's scary. I, uh, yeah. This is
3: this is the this is a category where I'd be really happy if three of these movies won. I'd hmm. be pretty stoked if Judas, um, Minari, or Sound of Metal got this one because I feel like they're all. <laughs> Very strong in their own ways. Yeah. They walk uh, out there and they're just
0: like, all of them. All of them have won. Yeah, Everyone Sorkin come up doesn't need it. Hey.
1: Yeah. Some of them.
3: Some, most of them. Yeah, um, yeah I think uh, since we haven't spoken on it at all, I think Judas and the Black Messiah is a really strong screenplay. Yeah. To have a Hollywood Warner Brothers film that talks about socialism in a way that's not like the Russians are invading. Uh, so gather up your, your firearms team is uh, a yeah. pretty pretty refreshing to see something like that i think something like that is the kind of story that is very at risk to be whitewashed in a way that hollywood so often does with this kind of thing um and i don't think it pulls any of those punches whatsoever hoover is a comic book villain
5: which yeah.
3: is how he probably should be portrayed in any sort of honest portrayal um
5: and I mean, I, they, you know, they
3: don't make they don't make Martin
0: Sheen look like J. Edgar Hoover. Like the makeup isn't there to make him look like this person that existed. It's there to make him look like an absolute monster. maniac. Yeah, like, he looks like right. Doctor right. Doom Which, under I mean, the mask. The, and and <laughs> the
3: kind of shit that they were doing at the time to the Black Panther specifically is is some fucking maniac, gross, evil shit. Absolutely. Um, and I think this movie is able to communicate that to. The larger, not only do that, honestly, but also do it, I think, in a way that like a larger audience could see and be like, oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, I went to school and they told me that the Black Panthers were a violent terrorist organization. Right. Uh, And in a way that I think a lot of things have happened in the last couple of years that maybe have made people turn around and say like, oh, maybe that narrative that I've been sold this whole time is not. Not that that accurate. I think this is a movie that uh, knocks that out of the park. So that's the one I would pick. But sure. I would also be really psyched. I think Minari is like such a sweet, beautiful, heartwarming movie. Unlike oh, all the yeah. rest of these ones that we've been talking <laughs> about, that are so fucking sad. Yeah. That's I mean, true. Minari is also sad, but it's also like so Grandma. sweet and tender. Yeah. Um, that I'd be really excited to see it win. Agree. Uh, and Sound of Metal, all the stuff we said about that stuff. That movie is also true. Very yeah. good movie.
5: They.
4: Robert. Uh, I'm going to, my vote's for Sound of Metal. Cool. Um, Sound. There's a play I really like. Um, I've never seen it, but I read it in one of my playwriting classes. It's called Tribes. And it is about a uh, son who is deaf from a family who can hear. And he is falling in love with a woman who is becoming deaf. And it's just kind of about like, his family is very like resistant to learning sign. And the way that the play communicates on the page, sign language and being deaf, um, is, has so much like, uh, texture to it. So I can only imagine that sound of metal has those elements there too. To write deaf on the page is a really difficult task. And when done well, I can really sing and, uh, I also just think, you know, and then other than that, the, the story of sentimental uh, f- fucking rules. Uh, I like Burns piece on Promising Young Woman as well. I think she's spot on. I do think uh, the writing in that movie is uh, like tight as fuck. <laughs> like, I think I think that there's I think that movie like from a from a like a narrative design level is like really, really strong. Um and plays on conventions that we like know and understand like this kind of like spiraling revenge tale is very interesting, uh, and yeah I'd be happy with minari and Judas as well I haven't seen Charles Chicago Seven I won't count it out but I haven't seen it um it's very yeah, I'd be good. happy with a lot of these movies yeah I believe it
1: but it also tends to drag in like the first act and yeah that kind of shows and if you're a well known writer maybe you don't have that problem. <laughs>
4: Yeah. He needs drugs. If you can't, the, the first act is what should be the most the most fun, right? Like the first act should be like, pfft, "What gets you?"
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Your second act drags. You know, what are you going to do? Everyone does. What can you? Everyone. No, there's never been
3: a good <laughs> second act.
4: Sometimes.
0: Ch- China, uh, Chinatown disagrees. <laughs> I was going to say Terminator Two, pretty cool second act. Agreed. Terminator
3: Two is just one long fuck.
5: <laughs> yeah.
0: But there's a second act in there. I mean, that's a five-act One movie, long but anyway, We talked well, the, about
1: that. The fact that Aaron Sorkin has come off of things like uh, Social Network, it's like, yeah. you should have this figured out by now. <laughs> Why are you True. having issues?
0: I'll say, too, one of my big issues with Trial of the Chicago 7 was personal, where I, I was in the midst of re-watching The West Wing. I was kind of Sorkined out uh, by that point, and where I'm just kind of like, all right, all right, big AS, do your shit. And I'm just like... <laughs> Yep, this is, this is the shit that you do. I get it. I Ooh. mean, if
3: you sorkin' it too much, you get tender and tired, and you just can't sorkin' it <laughs> anymore.
0: Hurt so. your your little bod. <laughs> I'm just like, but I thought you told me politics don't exist, man. Like, what is this now? Oh, they used to exist back then. I got you. Okay. Uh, moving right along. That's everybody, right? Um, yes. We're moving on to uh, everybody's favorite category, best costume design. Uh, and the nominees are Emma, Alexandra Byrne, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, and Roth, Mank, Trish Somerville, Mulan. Hold for applause. <laughs> Being a All right yeah, Costumes and, are good. Uh, Pinocchio, Massimo Cantini,
3: Parini. Excuse there, me. There was a there's a Pinocchio, Pinocchio movie? movie last year.
0: You guys <laughs> and it are has on a movie uh... podcast, and you guys don't know. Listen, I watched like a lot
3: of movies last year. I watched like fifty something movies last year.
2: Just none of these. It's 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 Italian Pinocchio. It's Roberto Benini Pinocchio. Oh, Pinocchio!
0: The fun thing about this is it's just Pinocchio. Roberto Benigni played <laughs> Pinocchio like yeah, didn't, 25 didn't? years ago oh, in a Pinocchio movie, and now he plays cool. Geppetto
4: in Zolt. this one, and that's fucking cool. Pinocchio's. Is this is this uh, Pinocchio but nightmare or Pinocchio but still? Teen. You know, this is Pinocchio, it looks but a little scary. Make I a this. pizza. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't oh. see
2: it. I didn't it's see Pinocchio.
4: this. Pinocchio. It's Pinocchio. Yeah,
0: it's oh. Pinocchio.
4: Oh. When you guys say it like
2: that,
5: yeah. I didn't. It's my the, friend yeah. Pinocchio. Lives up the road. Diana,
1: you're. He can't tell a lie. to
3: hey, Pinocchio. I can tell you fucking lying, man.
1: <laughs> Your reference to Pinocchio because I know Jack watched The Sopranos, and I'm currently watching The Sopranos, and how they drop oh, off all of the vowels at the end that's, of things. Pinocchio. M- Mike
2: m- does. Yeah. That's this is mm-hmm. living with Mike Burge, who's not Italian. He no, say, I am not. <laughs> he says he likes to drop it off at the end of everything to, to mimic. I'm trying to fit in. That's yeah. what it, Mo- mozzarella.
5: mozzarella. I mean- <laughs> Yeah.
3: That, that that is what I was doing for the most of 2020 instead of watching any of these <laughs> fucking movies, was watching The Sopranos. Yeah, so. Sopranos
0: is the next Sopranos one I got to jump into. I've never finished it. I only so watched good. the first half. I haven't I haven't jumped back Ending's in. Ending's pretty gotta, good. I got to get in there. Um
2: <laughs> I go Emma. I'm voting Emma. Right. I go Emma
0: as well. That shit is a, a landslide costume design for me. That's um, a, a an immaculate looking movie.
2: It's like comical and so colorful and ridiculous.
1: It's good. I'm going Ma Rainey's <laughs> Black Bottom, Ooh, those costumes you. slap.
4: Those are good, yes. too. I'm also going Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. I haven't seen Emma. I've seen the trailer. I do like the pastel dresses. Dude, you
0: would fucking love that version. Uh, of good. You would out. fucking love Burnham. it. I also have you wanna, seen I, I want to
4: shout out to Mank as well, because I think Mank has good costumes. I Mank have, has great costumes. I
1: have not seen Emma yet, and it's, I- just saw got the... the Emma with Tony Collette for the first time for oh, the Tony Collette podcast, yes. and I almost did them back to back, but you I know, was already oh, backed up with other things, and I, I would didn't love expect to, see the new to one. like
2: the new one as much as I did. But I think you'll like it. It's got well, it's got Mia Goth yeah. from. From High Life, Jackie Jack. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, golf. golf. I loved High Life; it, it was great. And it's got the actor who plays uh, Prince Charles on The Crown, and it's, it's oh, really yes. good. Josh it's O'Connor. Good. Yeah, he plays like the the vicar character.
1: Oh but, like, no, that, yeah.
0: yeah, he plays like the. It's uh, good though. Uh, the he does a great job. Oh no,
1: it's yeah, great. It's good. Yeah, that sounds good. I mean, really, for me, my Emma is clueless, but totally, I will totally get down with other Emma.
2: Adaptation.
0: Yeah. It's it's uh, watching
2: Gwyneth Paltrow Emma always just makes me want to watch Clueless. No this, lie. Yes. This <laughs> one,
0: this one's uh, a close. The Anya Taylor Joy Emma is a very. It's very close for Clueless for me because I think it gets the. It takes the original story of Gwyneth Paltrow, Emma, which is kind of based on the text, and it, right. it injects a lot of the attitude that Clueless has while maintaining the timeline.
2: Yeah, it makes Fun. them definitely seem more age-appropriate. Yeah. Like, they seem younger, D- like they, they probably were like written. They
0: kids. Plus, that Bill are just Nye like, is Whatever. the dad,
2: and that's yeah. always cool.
1: Very cool.
0: <laughs> and the costumes? Slap. A lot of yellows. A lot of blues.
1: I mean, you go with the period piece, it's almost a shoe in. You know, like yeah. that era period piece. Yeah. Like,
2: yeah. There's just
0: there's good, just but... so much um there's just so much contrast and I kinda
2: wish Palm Springs got vivid got
0: colors got in it that you're though. not used to
2: seeing yeah. in a period. Yes. <laughs> I yeah. wish we would nominate a modern day movie for costumes once in a while. I think that would be pretty fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, the last well, time the they did it was Pinocchio. like <laughs> The last time they did it was like Devil Wears Prada. But oh,
2: fair sure. for the sure. product for the shoes
0: also, for all the uh, shoes. Did anyone else see Mulan? Raise your hand if you see Mulan. No. Raise your hand. Sorry,
2: I didn't want to pay for Anybody it.
0: Nobody want up? To... Okay, thirty bucks. Are you fucking me. Or I, I waited till it was get, free and then I, I watched it, right and uh, I was Mike I waited was, till it was free and I was fine after I watched it. It's fine. You th- you felt you you were fine. After <laughs> I I
4: <laughs> literally the credits started did you see started a to roll
0: and I was like staring at the screen and I was like I'm fine.
4: I'm fine. I'm did you fine.
0: watch
2: that in installments? You didn't watch it all the way through, did you?
0: I think I had to take a break. Yeah, I
2: thought you took a break. Yeah. <laughs> it's a
3: pretty boring movie.
0: Yeah.
2: That's a long movie. Yeah, i believe it. So, Jack, Which what I think are you thinking? Were
1: good.
3: Just put me down for Pinocchio. I'm, I'm assuming the costumes are
1: For, cool. for Emma?
4: Oh, for, for Pinocchio. Pinoc- uh, Pinoc- that would be, uh, Oh, for, yeah.
3: Pinoc- for Pinoc- Pinoc-
1: Pinocchio. 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 Pinocchio.
3: Pinocchio. Yeah.
4: Pinocchio.
1: Pinocchio.
3: Pinocchio.
1: With the mozzarella. I I mean,
3: maybe the Academy will, will, um, no. I
0: thought you would go
1: Mank. Mank is very cool as well. I
3: I love Mank.
0: Classic Um, Hollywood. Uh, but Emma looks fucking great. Emma does look good. It does. Emma's in color. It's it's insane.
1: (laughs) I think, uh, Viola Davis's clothes in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom made her Ma Rainey. And I think it's awesome
4: to watch. It's like, is, is all the costumes wearing any black bottom like that good? It's like, they're all pretty good. But her outfit is like, yeah. you know, it's, icon- it's like iconic, you know? Yes. You can't like unsee it.
1: Plus like the fact that she was wearing kind of like like a fat suit belly to wear the costumes. It's just like, mm-hmm. yes, please. Yeah. All of that. She command. She commands the belly. Moving
0: right along. Best production design. Everyone's favorite category. And the nominees are... The Father, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Mank, News of the World, and everyone's favorite movie, Tenet. Did you know? Hold on guys. No, uh, did yeah, you know I, I that not, hold on. If I can stop Did you, you I know I know I say. No, I feel no, like I know what you're about to say.
3: No. I feel like I know what you're about to say.
0: And if I could if I could maybe say it before you and you tell me if I'm right.
3: Oh, stop. If you could maybe steal your thunder, Robbie. No, I'm just curious. I'll I'm
0: I'll just curious.
3: It. You can you
0: can guess, but okay. I
4: don't think you're going to.
0: I it. think that you were going to say that Tenet um is uh, um, uh, a movie directed by Christopher Nolan.
4: Close. What I was okay. actually going to say is that it's an Easter egg hidden in the movie. But Tenet spelled backwards also spells. You Tenet. guessed it, fan. Wow, holy Ten- shit! I did know You're that right. too, but I, I didn't think that's think that the that one that's
0: what you were saying.
3: I mean, that's the set it. pieces were like the only good thing about Tenet, probably. So I mean, there's a reason why it's the Does only that place
0: count? that it's popping that- up here. Is it's, that in what another, it's in production design another means?
2: It's also nominated it's for effects. Production, yes, pr- uh,
0: production... Yeah, It's also in visual effects. Uh, production design is, yes, uh
3: sets.
2: I'm going with May. I mean,
3: Manc. it was cool. Manc. It was cool in Tenet where they had all those dudes running backwards at the same time. That, that was cool. Sandy...
1: Hit. Oh, I thought I it was know. cool when they were running back and forth in the art yeah. museum yeah. airplane museum. Oh, that art museum, that yeah. art museum
5: looks
2: that's, fucking cool. But I think I that's don't know. the best. Do you guys scene. feel like that's production design? Because to me, that's visual effects, and oh. I'm going to give it to them then.
4: So. Well, it can be production design because they have to make the set work in yes. both directions. Uh, yes. I mean, the know? thing you can earnestly say they can shoot that way. The
3: thing you can earnestly earnestly say about Christopher Nolan is he does build the shit out of some cool sets.
4: That's true. Yeah, like, and, so but
0: cool. there's also there's Opera, also a mixture in there where orchestra in the beginning, you know, like uh, in Inception, the spinning hallway. Technically, that's
3: visual effects because that's a visual effect.
1: But it's also uh, production design setting yeah. it up
5: technically
3: I mean yes, he built yes, it that, yes. well not he didn't build it but somebody <laughs> yeah. that he paid built it all go,
0: it all goes into he it
2: into paid yes. good money for that it's yeah. one of
0: the it's yeah. the new all it's the fun. new uh uh sound editing sound like now uh, they've combined Which we don't sound. have to worry about anymore. We don't anymore. have to worry about that now. So we'll now, get there. now we're like actions we'll is well. visual effects cuz now everything's CGI.
2: I'm going with Mank that's my story. I'm, I'm going
0: with Mank for as the, well. Mank looks fucking. I'm also going, I'm also going bedroom. with
2: Mank. For the, uh, for, for the fake Hollywood sets. Oh, yeah. That are Mank.
0: Yeah, the fucking stage that that dude gives like his, uh, his presentation to.
2: Or. The entire
0: set design. The party. The party.
2: The party. The party, or the man. like, the movie set in that, in what's his yeah. name, from Game of Thrones, evil yes in his backyard with Uh, like
0: the dude from alien three
1: yeah okay yeah all right so yeah i'm gonna split (laughs) i'm gonna split my vote here and while i was very very you can't vote for two no 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 that's not what i mean (laughs)
4: uh half goes here half goes (laughs) judges
1: <laughs> While I was very impressed with both Tenant and the father in production design as well, but I am going to go with Mank because the fact that they were shooting like that party scene, that dinner scene towards the end of the film, and especially yeah. like that first real discussion between Gary Oldman and Amanda Seyfried like out in the garden. <clears throat>
2: yeah. Where they're like touring
1: yeah. and walking around. I thought that was beautiful. Yeah. And like out on like the. The set where she was going to be like lit aflame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of that. Exactly. So beautiful. So it's got to be like immediately think of. Totally.
4: Mank. It's transportive, right? Like really. It's so period. Like that's like really when the period evokes the 40s. 40s. It's
0: And this is something that I think we'll talk about a little bit more as we get into like the later ones as well and stuff that we've kind of hinted at before too. I think that the magic of Mank is if you really let yourself get into it the forethought, if you really just let yeah. it whisk you away it's a fucking ride and i yeah. i like i like that's the whole thing when people tell me like they watched half a mank and they stopped cuz it was boring i'm like i get that it's i get it i get it not a lot is going on in the movie it's a long movie it asks a lot of you it's
2: a long movie but
0: if you're into what mank is doing which is Predominantly, what people who are very interested in movies—it's
1: giving not you people a show—like
0: movies, but people who are interested in them, it's all on display, and it's just like also—it's a hot soapy bubble bath.
4: Saw Mink in a movie theater. Yeah, really liked it.
0: Pretty cool. I think
4: seeing Mink in a movie theater is kind of
2: that's true. That was like
0: the right during like the, like the the second shutdown because we we had the it Mank, was we had yeah, the Mink I... file, but we couldn't open up to show it, but it was unlocked, and I was like. Let's just watch
2: it.
4: That's true. I mean, I, I, I will knew, say I knew if, like
2: sorry, if somebody
3: took my phone away from me before I saw Mank, yeah. I probably would have enjoyed it more. I well, well, think supposed if to I had watched yourself,
2: Jack, if I had watched that at uh, home, the movie's probably... got to hold my
3: attention. I'm sorry, Gary. Oh, the movie's I'm sorry, hold your Jesus it does, <laughs> it does. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely think seeing oh, it in the theater <laughs> helped Jack for sure, though, because I think if that, had, oh yeah, one hundred percent. If that had been at home, Netflix, Diana would have paused that and taken a couple of breaks for sure. sure. Yeah. It's
3: long. I watched it with my dad at like nine o'clock in the morning.
0: Ooh, that's a that's a nine a.m. with your dad movie too. It sure is. <laughs> I don't. I don't blame you for had checking your phone. Thanksgiving leftovers.
2: What's next? Between nine a.m. and eleven
3: a.m., that's where all the hot I news it is dropping. That's prime time. On yeah, yeah, that's right. when shit's happening, man.
0: Uh, did everybody get their production design
1: out? Um, let's see. Let's see.
0: Going to burn for the double check.
1: I know. I know. <laughs> Jack, what was your actual choice? <sighs> yeah, I
3: don't know. Put me down for tenant. I yes. ten! guess. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Someone's tenet. got it.
2: Someone's got to do tenet. it oh, backwards. Tenant.
0: Um, okay, that's it. Yeah, ten. Everybody, tenant.
5: Tenant. 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 Do we
4: it, want now this do podcast to end? Not doing it backwards.
5: Ten. 10.
0: Right. Uh, <laughs> so uh moving right over on tenet best visual effects we've got tenet love and monsters <laughs> um the midnight sky you know the george clooney netflix oh, I, I movie i liked
2: love and monsters
0: mulan the one and only ivan and you guessed it
1: today so I'm going to come right out the gate and say this is what I meant by splitting my vote. And so I gave production design to Mank, but visual effects, I'm going to give it to Tenet because Me too. A, I liked Tenet, but B, yeah. I think the visual effects were really good. I'm not saying it was the best movie I ever saw, yeah. but I liked it.
5: Yeah.
0: Visual effects in Tenet? Tenet. I think are great.
2: I vote Tenet. Tenet?
3: I liked Tenet.
2: Yeah. it's a
3: lot of good set pieces in Tenet. It's yeah. good stuff. not yeah. a lot of good connected effects. Tissue in between those set pieces, but, okay. but a lot of good set pieces.
1: Right, so it depends what out. you want out of the movie. Why,
3: why uh, to be able to hear the characters is one thing. Uh, hold, on, hold on, Jack. Jack, to Jack, be Jack, not Jack, I'm writing this down 100% real quick for when I make a movie. Exposition. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's another good thing to exposition. be. A little bit, of, <laughs> little bit of show don't tell. You know.
2: Show, why didn't the Invisible Man get nominated? Tell. Good question. Because the Academy you can't see does not him. like horror You can't movies.
4: see him in the whole movie. Yeah.
2: So you answered my it's like second he didn't, part it's of the like question. It's like he didn't show Jack up. was also, why didn't Possessor get nominated? <gasps> good because,
0: good because the question. Academy doesn't like good movies. Possessor did Dang, not get either. nominated
3: because. It
0: didn't show on screens, right? Um, it No. Um, It did get it released super on screen. It super did.
2: They don't like um, the little Cronenberg?
0: No, it is not made within guild standards.
2: <gasps> How do you know? How'd you find that out? You
0: have to have... How uh, do you
2: know?
0: You have to, like... You just look up the director. Uh, It has to be uh, director, main top five actors, screenwriters. Uh, You have to be within guild use. I am not that professional on this. I don't know every tick and tack, but I do know that, um, for the most part, Possessor is not uh, guild-oriented. Was
3: it, like, not union?
0: That's essentially what it is. The guild okay. is essentially a union. It's you. You are in the directors' guild. No, but America, like SAG-AFTRA.
3: It, what? I'm not sure. Like the is it? Never mind. It doesn't matter.
0: No, yeah. SAG-AFTRA is completely separate. Like uh, the academy. The academy is the most strict on guild use because the academy is the guild. That's what it is. It's the, guild. the directors' guild, the actors' guild, all that stuff. All of those guilds also have their s- own separate things where it's like. If the director's in the guild, it doesn't matter who the writer or the actor is. Um. We don't care. The Academy, it all has to add
3: up. Okay. They got a lot of shit, man. All right. Okay.
2: I'm going to go with Jack's answer. They don't like horror movies. That's why there's
3: not any interesting movies here? No
2: horror movies.
4: They like Get Out that
3: one time.
2: That's what I meant. They They liked Get Out.
4: out They liked it that one time.
2: (laughs) I really liked Love and Monsters, and I liked that the effects were not that cheesy. So I would say, yes, it had good visual effects, but I think Tenet is probably better.
3: You made a good case for that movie uh, when you talked about it during our favorites, the Love and Monsters movie.
2: It's a, it's a fun one. Which I think
3: one. now it's like on Netflix or Hulu or something Check like that, Check it out. Right? It's a fun, it's yeah. a fun one. Yeah. It's good, I want
5: to huh? watch it again. Keep
2: it your expectations really low and you'll enjoy. Okay. <laughs> I don't even, even think you have to say that.
0: <laughs> Love and Monsters gets my vote.
4: Yeah? I'm giving no. it a Love and Monsters. I, I think that Tenet does have ten- better yeah. visual effects, but it would be... Way too disingenuous for me to give a point to tenet because I tenet. I just I, I just don't I just don't drive with that movie. I do think it has better better visual effects. He's got more money, um, Robbie. He's got well that so that's kind of the thing, <laughs> and that's why I, like I am more in the Love of Monsters camp because like I think the visual effects in Love of Monsters are impressive and are also campy. True, and I think that's like such a fucking hard line to walk, yes. and it's so purposeful. Everything about that movie, from a design standpoint, is so, like, dialed in and on purpose, and it just, it's really good. That movie feels out of time, and also very now, and, like, mm. it's its quite a special film. Guys, And I think guys, a lot of that is sold by the visuals.
0: Love and Monsters, Academy Award-nominated film. We did it.
5: <laughs> we, did <laughs> it. Cool. we did it. Yeah. We did cool. it. We
1: did we it. We pushed it into the one. stratosphere. Yeah. Didn't accept that one at all. Jack, what did did you decide to go with?
3: You know, why not throw Mulan a bone?
1: Yeah! Mm,
0: uh, For visual effects? Hasn't it taken enough
3: from us? (laughs) Yeah, sure. Great. I'm not winning this. Onward. I have no uh, no qualms about that.
0: Uh, Best makeup and hairstyling. And the nominees are Emma, Hillbilly Elegy, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Make... (laughs) And uh, Pinoch. Pinoc. The old Pinoch.
1: Pinoc. I'm going uh, with Mank here because ooh. I think the fact that they made Gary Oldman look the way that he looked in every other character in that film, that's got to be my vote. It's,
4: it's funny because we could say that every year with Gary Oldman. It's
1: true. He's a perfect <laughs> canvas. <laughs> but,
4: but Bernadette, I'm on the same page. I'm also going Mank on this one. Maraini is, is close. is really good. It's just good. because of what they do with Maraini, though. Right. You know? It's not what they do with everybody in that movie. It's what they do with her. So... Fair. I'm going with Mink because I do think it's it's more consistent across the board. And again, I didn't see Emma, which I think if I did, it might
2: change I'm your opinion.
4: Go, I'm gonna go yeah. Emma. I'm going Emma too. Even
2: though I'm tempted to go Hillbilly, but I'm it's going Emma. It,
4: it, I feel
0: like D, like I feel like it's... it's they kind of go hand in hand. They go hand in hand. Yeah. It's like everything right. is kind of working off of each other in it. Like the brightness and the poppiness yeah, of the costumes is really kind of going off a... Of, What's the hair doing?
2: Anya Taylor joyce How's the face curls? The yeah. Her ringlets.
0: I will say though um, that Mank, pretty good, is extremely good. It, it, it burns me to not give my sweet Mank 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 Mank. Uh, <laughs> A vote.
1: Can we However, find I, Gary Oldman on Cameo and have him shame you if he goes a different mm. way? Fool,
5: fool <laughs> Listen, on if, your if face. If Will Ferrell's not on Cameo, <laughs> Is then it be a let's be honest, Gary. Face now? Um, <laughs>
0: fool on my face I will say that uh, the one thing <laughs> that I like less than the conversation about uh, best supporting actors split in uh, Judas and the Black Messiah surrounding the Oscars this year is um certain people who think that it is a um critical opinion to say that Gary Oldman, a man who is in his late fifties
2: oh he's too old
0: is playing Mank who was a man who was in his like mid thirties yeah is not okay and I feel like those people have never heard of um Alcohol, hold on it? a second <laughs> acting acting <laughs> right that's that's the word or it's, citizen it's acting like yeah. didn't I'm, they do have heard like, of it <laughs> I don't know. I what don't
1: know. about it's Robert De Niro?
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Just D H
0: M D H M already. Netflix, you <laughs> cowards! Don't run away from it so far. It didn't
4: look that
2: bad. It didn't look that
4: bad. When he wasn't moving, it was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. When he was moving,
1: moving right along, <laughs> that was good.
4: Uh, did everybody moving. get their makeup and hairstyling in there?
1: I think so. I think Jack, or did, maybe needs to give like a definitive.
3: Um... Pinocchio Pinoc- makeup and hairstyling in uh, Pinocchio I'm sure is good mm-hmm. I assume
1: mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm.
3: it's gonna be so funny when they give it to hillbilly algie
0: all <laughs> 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 uh, right number 18 we are moving into the best stuff the thing that mm. every person clicks play on this episode every year for
1: this is in the, the easiest category.
0: We're talking about best sound everybody.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Best sound.
3: Up so, one that has sound in the name is the winner. Yep. Uh, up, yes. For,
0: uh, yes. Up for the nomina- the nominations is uh Greyhound. Didn't see it. Also up for it is Make. Uh, as well as News of the World, also nominated is Soul and of course Sound of Metal.
1: Done. Sound of Metal the
0: metal. winner. A, raise your hand if you've seen Greyhound. I'm raising my hand.
2: Apple TV. What's What's Greyhound? Didn't Greyhound bus. The
0: uh, Tom Hanks it's directed <laughs> and starring Apple TV. Direct oh, he directed submarine it? movie. And it's actually really fucking cool. A uh, uh, water bus. The submarine. Let's yeah. move it along. I've heard. We're gonna move it along though. I say Sound of Metal. Sound of Metal.
2: Yep. Yay. Sound, of metal. Yep. Yeah. sound, of, metal,
0: sound of metal. Sound of Metal. Sound
4: of Metal.
3: We're going to move on really fast, but, like, the sound editing and mixing in Sound of Metal is fucking amazing. Yes. And, really, I think, you know, we talked about, like, that movie through the lens of uh, original screenplay. Like, all that works. Like, Riz Ahmed's performance works. Everything about that movie works because of how good the sound is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that is the thing that really that's the connective tissue if that's the only award that that movie wins which i hope that's not the case it needs to be this one
1: totally yeah and i think too that if this were two different categories like sound editing and sound mixing like it used to be it should have won both of those as well. It would, yeah, yeah,
3: it totally would win both. But I mean, most of the time, a, a movie wins both, right?
1: Uh, sometimes, not all sometimes. the time. More right. often than
0: not. they fuck
3: around. Not.
0: Yeah. And, and <laughs> it's, it, it it's, around. It's, it's biggest <laughs> thing to go against is Mank, because the sound yes. design in Mank is absolutely fucking insane. If the mixing and editing were split, <clears throat> you might get yourself like Mank grabs one, Sound of Metal grabs one. Um but no. now they're both together. They're Soul, I think, has right a really hands. good Foley
4: work as well. Yes. Um, and they do a really good job of, like, creating sounds of things that are, like, ethereal or don't exist. Mm-hmm. Right. Sure. Um, which is, you know, a, the mark of a good animated movie to kind of... Yeah. And, uh,
0: and on Greyhound as the only person in the world that's seen it. Uh, it sounds <laughs> fucking green. It's, 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 it's a visceral uh, experience. <laughs> it's very fucking cool. Um, it's... You've seen uh, five movies like it.
2: So Hunt for Red October? It's
0: nothing I too I did intense. also watch
3: Hunt for Red October at 9 a.m. with my dad. Yeah! Not on the same day as Mank, a different day. but <laughs> Hunt for
0: Red wow, October, only one uh, 9 much like Burrow. We watched both at the same fucks. time. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> best film editing. Uh, we have The Father by Yorgos Lamprinos, Nomadland, Chloe Zhao, Promising Young Woman, Frederic Thoreval, Sound of Metal, Mikhail E.G. Nielsen, and The Trial of the Chicago Seven, Alan Baumgarten.
1: I'll just get right in there. Jump and, in, Bram. And say that my favorite part of this film, and I loved this film, the editing was exquisite in The Father. Yes. Yeah. Where the, the film hinged. Was your understanding of where you were in time and space. And the fact that they manufactured this film in such a way that you didn't quite know where you were in time and or space. The entire film made that movie transformative. So good. So good. So if film editing doesn't go to the father, I'm going to be a little sad. Because that is where the movie like truly shined.
2: I agree. hundred percent. That's what I had strong case. The father strong case done.
0: I'm right there with you. The father, the editing is one of the, the keys to that movie. I spoke very briefly on it with screenplay. The editing in that movie is just fucking great. Uh, editing is the one thing that I studied the most in film school. As I've talked about before, uh, editing is the thing in movies that I find the most interesting. Um, But it's also one of the things that, more often than not, editing is not that uh, extravagant. It's usually just a means to an end. So when you find something that utilizes editing in a way that is extremely involved in what the movie is trying to do, you can't help but take notice to it. And the father invites that notice and exceeds all expectations as it keeps building up. They do really cool stuff in the beginning. They start doing really weird shit in the middle. Yes. And then they just fucking... They burrow it, as I would like to say. They (laughs) they, um, (sighs) they burrow it by the end.
2: It's very good.
4: It's an insanely well-edited movie. Uh, I haven't seen The Father, so that's a bummer. Um, I'm going to go with Sound of Metal. I'm bummed because I... Promising Young Woman, is it nominated for Best Cinematography? And I really wish it was, because I think the cinematography in Promising Young Women and the composition of its shots are mm, ah, chef's kiss. The editing does not speak to me as much as Sound of Metals does. And Nomadland, which is beautiful, um, the editing is not the element of it that shines for me. But I think uh, Sound of Metal with, you know, the in in conjunction with sound design is what pushes me into that category. I
2: read a cool article about and it and it referenced Promising Young Woman and Sound of Metal about film editing and it was mm-hmm. it was talking about how like the editing brought it together in the sense that for Promising Young Woman they were talking about the scenes of building your trust with the Bo Burnham character and how the oh. the scenes that they juxtaposed uh, to kind of get you on board with like maybe she'll be happy, maybe this guy's okay, and that then in
4: the editing room. Yep,
2: yeah. and that that kind mm-hmm. of came together, and then also sort of um, they were talking about uh, what scenes they initially had in Sound of Metal and how they decided to use more footage of Rizamed with. Um, his girlfriend and in the camper and stuff to sort of like build this like intimacy and quietness and things like that. And how that kind yeah. of was like a different way of presenting the character versus just like all of the concert footage. So it was kind of cool. It was stuff that I hadn't really considered that that was a part of editing, but yeah. Yeah. Good news. I, I was going
0: to say, it's like, I think that the editing in promising young woman kind of stems to think about that Paris Hilton song scene. It's yeah. all about the soundtrack and yeah. how the movie is editing to these pre-established pre-listened to songs. That's why that shit slaps. The fact that Promising Young Woman has a Paris Hilton song.
2: I didn't know it was Paris Hilton.
0: It's 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 amazing. It's Is so that the good. one in the pharmacy? Yeah, yeah, like the chips. Stars are blind.
5: <laughs> yeah.
2: It's
0: her number two hit off of her album. Didn't her know. album is great. You should listen to it. It's very good. She paid top dollar for songwriters, so it's really fucking good pop music from the early aughts. It's
1: fucking well, great. It inspired Emerald to write the film, like Britney and Paris, like inspired yeah. the writing of said yeah. film. Yeah. Good stuff. Is I that
5: mean, I did not know
4: that about
0: those. Or books. does Jack still need to pick?
1: Jack still needs to pick.
3: Gotcha. I think you guys made a strong case for the the father. I'll role play an Academy voter yeah! here. I haven't seen it, but I'll vote for it. <laughs>
0: I wish more Academy voters voted like you. Like, oh, everybody seems to be doing that. I guess I'll do that. <laughs> yeah. Actually, no, I guess that's what they do.
3: That's probably more than you think. Yeah. Yeah. All right,
0: well, okay. Uh moving on. Number twenty. The number doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> what are what are you <laughs> saying I mean, twenty? It's Nobody 20th That's like insider it's
1: baseball. The, it's yeah. the
0: twentieth one we've done. Uh, Best animated feature. We're getting into the big stuff now. Uh, Best animated feature. Robbie perking up. I see him. Uh, The nominees are Onward. Don't know if you guys remember that movie. It's great. It came out. It's
4: really good. It was Pixar, so it's nominated. I like
1: Onward better than Soul. Hot take. So do I. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Yes. Yes. Spicy. Spicy. I I like it.
1: Actually,
0: kind of inarguable, but keep going own. keep
1: going
0: also oh, nominated argue, right over the moon a sean the sheep movie farmageddon soul yes. and wolf walkers
5: money with the wolves <laughs>
2: um,
4: you guys like
0: that one right
4: i do oh
0: yeah i picked uh, i pick but do like that's the one that you guys oh, like i most pick, yeah, right? pick
4: wolf walkers so hard.
1: I think yeah. Soul's gonna win, though. So that's my vote. Uh, I also uh, think Soul is going to win. So that is also you my guys vote. Put in the but bad, I wish Mad Juju out. There. Pretty
3: pretty safe bet but to vote, uh, to bet on the Pixar.
1: Hot take for
2: y'all. I watched the Shaun the Sheep movie. It was adorable.
4: Oh, I believe that it's it, called Farmageddon. It I mean, had a really, cool.
2: really good story. It's about how Shaun the Sheep is helping an, a child alien that landed on the farm.
1: Burge is cracking up right now. For what yeah. reason? I don't know. He had I, two I got whiskeys. him. I got him.
4: I slipped one in them S- real good. He said, I, I, he I, said it's cute because it's called Farmageddon. I'm like, right. <laughs>
2: yeah. That's yeah, yeah. an extremely it's good. cute technical good. I have a soft spot for the Wallace and Gromit claymation movies. So it's it's, it's a, good stuff. It's good stuff. It's it's a lot. I love stuff. a chicken run. Yeah, it's great.
3: Also, I would love to see like Amy Adams or whoever like look into their webcam and say, and the winner is a Shaun the Sheep movie, <laughs> farm again.
4: I'm on board that with funny. that. I'm on board with that. That's my vote, um, too. Um Well also Burn and Diana, would you vote Wolf Walkers if you're using your heart? Or would I, you still vote? I, hmm. Okay.
2: You know oh, what? Absolutely. I really I really liked cool. Wolf Walkers and I like that style of animation.
1: Yes. Agreed. Yeah. I mean I just
4: want the, the world to know what the record is from the story screen fam. Okay. Sure
1: oh yeah like technically even over soul as i said earlier i enjoyed onward much more so than i enjoyed soul soul felt to me like a short story that was extended into a feature-length film it felt to me like a short story idea that wasn't fully fleshed out but i think the academy is probably pretty hot on the idea of soul but yeah, if I had to give my pick to a winner, if I was voting with my heart and not for blood, it would be yes. Wolfwalkers, of course, because Wolfwalkers was a better film than Soul. Yeah.
5: yeah.
2: Actually, Over the Moon is pretty cute, too. And it's not I, I haven't seen that. Over the
4: Moon.
2: Yeah. yeah it's pretty cute. It. I would say the animation is, in my opinion, not as good as some of these other nominated films, but the story is really yeah. good. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I think for for me uh just you know for th- for the listener and why I'm so like insane about Wolfwalkers is uh the animation in it is just like fucking stunning. Um it feels more like old school Disney than like Disney movies have in a long time and I think it's cuz it's it's very much referencing like the Disney films of yore, that old school animation style. And I know that studio has been doing that style of animation for a while. I'm not familiar with their other films as much. Um and the story in Wolfwalkers is is uh, familiar ground, but to me feels so fresh. And uh, also has a really banger like lead song in it. I wish yeah. it got nominated for original song because that yes. song bumps.
0: The, it, it bumps. It, I cried during it very, in the middle of the
4: movie. Yes. it's
0: very upsetting for me that I can't pick onward here because onward is. Um, don't know if you've ever if you've heard. Um, there's daddy <laughs> issues in onward. <laughs> Me too, uh, which bud. I'm very me much too. Into. Um, Mike,
3: these are these are side microphones. You got to talk into the sides. Yeah. So if you want to get real close, yeah. not yeah. the top
0: yeah, like this. Like this.
3: Like, like this.
0: this. Um but Wolfwalkers is for everything that Robbie just said. The animation style of it, the timelessness of both how it looks, its pacing, its story. There's a fairy tale-ness to yeah. it that you're just like I can just fucking show this to like kids, and they're gonna fucking grow it up and be awesome anyone. adults. Yeah,
4: yeah. Hey. Onward, I do think. Like, shout out to Onward because like uh, that's a movie uh, my, great we watched movie. it together right before the pandemic it really was the like last, got going. Yeah. Movie we watched, and like I remember we just left being like, man, I just it just like it, it really just like hits your emotional core like a fucking drum man. It's really it's really good. It's really sweet. I think it got a lot of like weird flack. For being emotionally manipulated when it first like came out. It's it's and one of those things and it, I, I, I feel I just, so like don't vibe far with
0: removed from the conversation. But again, uh I feel like people don't understand what emotional manipulation is. Movies cannot emotionally manipulate you. You
1: do that their on entire your own.
0: That's their entire gig. That's that's, that's the what, entire, that's movies. That's yeah. what art yeah. does. So yes. to say a movie does it more flagler, flagrantly is to just kind of just be more in tune with like, that's what it's doing. Good for you, you know how movies work. That's not a negative connotation to point yeah, at something. Good
1: for you. Well, also yeah, I think that you. Onward, the the fact that it worked so much for me was that it hinged on something that I wasn't expecting. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I was happy to be emotionally manipulated to get to that point because yeah. I thought I knew where yeah. it was going, and then it didn't true. do that. So it was very cool. And I, and I also
4: think its its nerdisms are really strong and really work too. Very nice. so, yes, yeah. I haven't I think they're seen really good.
3: I haven't seen this, but is it perchance a Disney movie that relies on a dead
4: parent?
0: <laughs> In a
4: way, though, he, that is he, much it's, more it's uh, intriguing.
1: It's very. Oh, let me funny. try and do this. Yeah.
4: Subversive.
3: There
5: you go.
1: It's uh, not a dead mom though, so that's pretty cool. Which wow. is nice. When oh,
5: <laughs> oh, it wow. does okay. a mom. who has a, who let has a dad Pixar die butt, though, once in a while.
1: So,
0: yeah. yeah so, let, put that on a T-shirt. Let, let dad, dad die dad once die. in a while. Let dad
1: die. <laughs> so Jack, what's your choice?
0: Oh. Uh, Shaun the Sheep. Yeah!
1: All
4: right.
0: Controversial choice, but it's I love the chaos. Watch not it. in it for the points. Watch it, guys! It's good. It. It's on
2: Netflix. Watch it.
0: Uh, next up, best cinematography. We got Judas and the Black Messiah, the great Sean Bobbitt. We got Mank, the amazing Eric Messerschit. We got News of the World, everyone's favorite Darius Wolski. Yeah, he's amazing. No Bad Land, Joshua James Richards, and Trial of the Chicago Seven, Fedden Papa Michael.
2: I'm going Nomadland.
1: Yes, give it to Nomadland. It's I agree, gorgeous. Diana. It's beautiful.
2: The movie is beautiful. And, it's and beautiful Robbie. And it's for a reason.
1: Yeah. yeah.
4: Every time a van drives away in that movie, Woo. my heart does something I haven't heard it do in ever, forever. Yeah. I had to go to a doctor.
1: Look at it. Look at the material. They're saying I'm
4: dying. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you can't watch this movie anymore. No. I was
1: like, fuck. It's too pretty. <laughs> fuck.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to vote for Judas because I haven't seen Nomad Land. But the one thing that I have not seen people argue about over Nomad Land is that it looks really good. So I believe you guys.
4: Mm-hmm. Fair enough. <clears throat> Mikey? Clearing your throat. Oh, he's going Mank. Oh, you're going Mank?
5: Mank,
0: Mank, 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 Mank looks fucking amazing.
1: It does. Uh, It does.
0: It does. Part of what makes the reduction design and all the other things we were talking about that makes it pop is the cinematography, the contrast and the lighting uh, in that, you know, the joke uh, has been thrown at Mank is that it all takes place in um, a room. Uh, Anyone who's seen the movie knows that that's not true, but... A lot of it takes place in one single room with a bed and all of that shit looks fucking amazing. And that is all cinematography. Yeah. It's a, it, it's Gary Oldman, the bad guy from The Fifth Element, maybe you heard of him, laying in a bed, getting fucking drunk, writing the greatest movie ever made. And it looks thrilling in black and white because the cinematography is just on point. The lighting is good. The focusing is good. Everything is awesome in that movie, as far as cinematography. It's a Nomadland looks absolutely amazing. I cannot deny this, but Mank is yeah.
2: um, Mank artificially eons looks good
0: beyond what Nomadland is doing. Nomadland <laughs> is making movies how they should look when they look real fucking good. Mank is doing shit where they're like, let's try and create a good looking movie out of bullshit.
1: I mean, that's Can I say? Oh, go ahead, Jack.
3: Can I say for Mank that for a movie that seems to be so preoccupied with putting you in a time and place, a very specific time and place, it looks very digital mm. in a way that artificial, I think, is the right way to to describe it in a way that was somewhat like distracting for me, have you guys, in a way. Have
2: you guys seen the Coen Brothers movie, The Man Who Wasn't There?
3: No, I have not. I have not.
2: Have you seen that? Yeah. Not yet. Oh, okay. It's also black and white, and I feel like there were some instances where I kind of got that vibe from Mank in the sense that it was meant to look older, but it was sort of like a capturing a feeling, and it could be great, could also be distracting from the story at times. It, yeah. Interesting. This is way, big. way
3: reductive, and I'll yeah. admit to this, but sometimes it looked like a filter. Ah,
0: It's, it's, uh, I think it would, all of the choices that Mank makes to do, uh, all of their score and their sounds, the way Foley and scoring was done back in the forties and fifties to be, uh, to be shooting on, um, everything besides the camera on the same techniques that they would use to be able to shoot things back in the forties, fifties, and sixties, uh, they cannot shoot a movie on the cameras that they even used back in the 80s and expect people to watch it because it would not look right especially a movie that is going to be released on netflix however i will say that they did only release it in 2k and a lot of tvs and projectors that don't even have motion smoothing added on we're kind of adding to the uh, disorientation between the front and the back. And that's one of the big things that keeps kind of happening. And that's not everything. It's like you can watch it on a 2K and you can kind of notice this. I get the. It doesn't look like a movie that was made from there, even in HD, because the I was conversion. on of 4K. Yeah, so the conversion process I mean. is completely all right, different. All right. Yeah. All right. I don't want to, you know. <laughs> so that's probably one of your. That's probably one of the big bad ones is me and you, Jack, we've talked about this. 4K is not real. It's not you're not supposed to watch a movie on 4K. That's not how movies on
2: work. my face. A- I I mean,
0: you're gonna have movies. To listen,
3: you're gonna have to take that up with my dad. I'm yeah, sorry. Right. That, that's, <laughs> less, you know.
0: Especially movies that were made, you know, sixty plus years ago. Like that's the big thing and that's the big hurdle that they had to get over. And I'm interested in finally getting like a Blu ray of Mank that has like some behind the scenes footage on like how David Fincher went about being like how do we, you know, we're putting all this effort into the production the sound and all this stuff but at the end of the day we gotta shoot this thing on a fucking 2K minimum to be able to release but it like how do we Did they shoot it on look? film? They shot it on film but it has to be shot on 2K, it has to they have to hmm. do that so they shoot it on 75mm and upgrade it to be able to be sh- shown in 2K because they can't release, especially if it's something that's Netflix. I guarantee that that was probably something that Netflix. Mike too was Burge,
3: like, mm-hmm. if Zack Snyder can release a movie that is yeah. four hours yeah. long in four by three to preserve the original vision of the artist, I think Mank can figure something out. Jack, that's all I'm saying.
0: Uh, if I may, Jonathan Kalajeski.
3: Jonathan is not my name, so
0: try that again. I think I think that. Everyone misunderstands the power that Zack Snyder has been afforded.
3: Mm. I'm, not, ar- this I'm is... not arguing against no, no. that.
0: Save I'm that for your other
2: podcast. We I'm not thought interested. Sonic the Hedgehog
0: was the end of this. <laughs> yeah,
1: Diana. But it wasn't. Yeah, Diana. It's,
0: it's, it's all over now. <laughs>
1: Let's move it along. I, I will say it's that for cinematography, the fact that it's the idea of capturing... Something on screen that makes you comfortable with what you are watching. The fact that it is about a group of people who are moving in the world without homes. The fact that No Man Land is on this, that's what it should be. But it mm. was really just to break up what you guys were already talking about.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, we'll talk about that more next week. Uh, <laughs> uh, moving See. on to Best Director. Uh, We got Another Round by Thomas Vinneberg, Mank, David Fincher, Minari, Lee Isaac Chung, Nomadland, The Great, Chloe Zhao, and Promising Young Woman, Emerald Fennell.
1: Hey, my friends. I'm here to tell you that Chloe Zhao should walk away from this with Best Director. She's going to win. Because she was moving with so many different parts, and it was so cool to watch.
2: She's going to win. That's my vote. She's winning. I uh... <laughs>
4: Robbie, I'm, going... I'm, right I'm right there with you, man. I'm, I'm I don't know. Are we start. are we there? You going oh, for, you still, Okay. You going for blood? No, no, no. This isn't blood. I kind of gave up on blood a while ago cuz I I think I, this is the first time I've really I've really seen a lot of this stuff. Yeah, so good so I awesome. can kind of make more informed decisions. Because if you're going for
2: blood, yeah. Robbie, you should pick the five blood Spike Lee, but it didn't get
4: nominated. Oh, that's <laughs> fair. Uh, I think I want to go with Minari. That would be um, wonderful
1: if that happened.
4: So you know, I would love my, that not, if not that I think you, think, you know, when we get to Best Director, it's like, all these movies, I'm like, they all, I think, can win. Yes. They all have the capacity to to win, right? Sure. You know, Promising Young Woman, like, that's a hard movie to fucking put together. I vibe with it. Land, that is basically a documentary that is pastiching as a film. Like, it's crazy, like, the plates that she's spinning. And, you know, Mank is trying to be a, a film that is representative of a different time entirely, which is like always a hard task and doing something so niche of the of like the golden age of hollywood can only be challenging another round um i think I, they might just be drunk the whole time so that's probably hard to do <laughs> but uh minari i just i think it's really the directing and It's because knowing that it's um lee isaac chung's like his life so so if he's directing this movie if he's writing this movie if he's casting this movie we're just seeing like this 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 pure version of of his understanding of his childhood and you know he's having to direct his his younger self he's having to direct his family he's you know he has to I, I can only imagine like the the toll and therapy that goes into making a movie like Minari sure and, and I think it really shines through I think that's why it really connects with me because it's just it feels so earnest in what it's doing and I think that that genuineness is is really is what comes through in all facets of the film but it's the directing that really i think makes minari minari mm. i think it's i think it's a, I think that's like why people fuck with this movie so much it's the directing that really lifts it to that place very cool
3: it's it's what i you know you, you sum that up beautifully but it's what i was like trying to get at before when we were talking about best actor like i think that movie is more than the sum of its parts and i think that movie just comes together to be such a really special, beautiful thing. That's... Yeah, I agree. That's such a good movie. I'm with movie. you. Minari. Although it's it's cool that another round to get uh, nominated I mean, here. I think it is too. It's pretty it's, cool. That's a Confu- really cool movie. I really like that movie. Cool. It's not Minari, though.
1: Yeah. All right, Bird.
2: You're going Mank, aren't you? He he. It's might. allowed.
4: It's allowed.
0: I am very much on the teeter-totter of Minari which I agree with everything Robbie said and everything that Jack just reiterated that it is a I just agree with parts. Robbie. It's, yeah, he's the one who said it good. That's <laughs> what it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm going to go with Mank because I do think that uh, that movie would be an absolute... It would be the unwatchable thing that some people think that it is if it wasn't for a steady hand and a passionate heart. Uh, that was doing it David Fincher was adapting this from his father's screenplay you can feel that in every part of what he's doing the movie looks fucking great it's just such an insanely good looking movie Uh, the acting is all great the sound is amazing the dude David Fincher he has directed not many dude. a good movies besides this movie but he pulled together an amazing team that made that's at the end of the day that's what makes mank so special to me even outside of just like the fun joke of saying mank 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 over and over i again. mean
4: mank's like it's like a passion project it's right? it's fucking this great
0: giant passion it's like, very that's huge pretty cool like, and it's fine if it doesn't win best picture it's fine if he doesn't win best director but I think that it's one of the best directing efforts I've ever seen.
5: Mm.
0: I think that yeah, there's a yeah, lot dude. of the director on screen in there, and I think that a lot of the movie shouldn't work. And the reason it works is because David Fincher is really fucking good at his job and cares about what he's doing.
1: For sure. Yeah. Is everybody? That's me.
4: That's everyone. Guys. Hey, did you did you do yours? Yeah. Oh you did I, you did I vote
2: No Madland. I vote Chloe Zhao. Yes. But I also in in uh, afterthought, I would have liked to have seen Regina King get nominated. Absolutely.
4: Yeah, man. She's not she should be all over and this thing. And not because one it's a first timer, but this. because it's
2: like a legitimately good job as a director. Very I think good. It's one of the, I yeah. think
0: it's one of the late release things where a lot of Academy voters don't catch the stuff that's released a little bit later. And remember, this was released in February. Yeah. Uh, right. So they just didn't catch it, you know. So the people that did watch it in certain aspects, like where it did get nominated, they caught it. But for the most part, no, they didn't catch it.
5: Yeah.
2: But I'm excited for her to direct more stuff. But yeah, I think Chloe Zhao's gonna take it. Dun, dun, dun. Agreed. Wouldn't be surprised.
0: Ladies and gentlemen. Best pick. The nominees for Best Picture of the Year. The Father. Judas and the Black Messiah. Mank, Mank, Mank. Mank 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 Minari. Nomadland. Land. Promising Young Woman. Sound of Metal. And The Trial. Of the Chicago 7. You Guys, what do you want?
2: You go first. Me go first? You've been Sound going of Metal. last.
0: Sound of Metal, best
3: movie of the year. All right. I can't believe you didn't just say Mank. Yeah. Have been talking about no, Mank no, no, for three
0: absolutely. hours? Yeah. Absolutely love Mank 100%. Sound of Metal is something that is an insanely special movie. And if we're talking about just the movie in general, out of this list of eight really cool movies, all of which I have seen... Sound of Metal is the one that I would push. I would push play on immediately, no
3: hesitation. Mm. But is that the movie that you think the Academy is going to pick? I'm not doing what I think the Academy is going to pick. I'm doing what I like. Okay, so Bernadette, which movie do you think the Academy <laughs> is going to pick?
1: Nomadland. I mean, I'll go out and say it that yeah, I agree with Diana. I will yeah. tell you now because I mentioned earlier that I watched Nomadland during a time where it hit extra hard with me, mm. and it was because I recently lost an uncle to cancer and i didn't know he was that sick but he was a dude who owned property in indiana which is where i lived but i was originally from ohio and uh the property that he owned with friends was like a haven for like people who loved nature and so going to that place like every um He would do, like, an autumnal equinox party. He would do, like, a spring solstice. So, like, he would do, like, a solstice party and an equinox party every year. And it was all about, like, getting back to nature and just enjoying yourself in, like, the space that, you know, the Earth had given you. It really wasn't so much of, like, what is your purpose on this Earth or what are you doing to earn money? It was very much like... Who are you in the context of what the earth is? And I had lost this uncle maybe like a month before watching Nomad Land. And so, a big part of Nomad Land is just like being one with the earth and what's given to you. And also, if you lose people, it's not so much goodbye, it's I'll see you later on down the road. Right. And so, watching Nomad Land for me during that time was very special. And the fact that the film itself, if I'm judging it from a study of, like, film studies, it was, how does this film communicate what it means to be human? How does it contextualize the stories it's telling, which are both factual and fictional? And how does it communicate that experience to the viewer? And for me, it, like, checked all of those boxes regardless of where I was um, in my personal life, but just the fact that my personal life checked off all of those boxes as I was watching it. And it felt like very cathartic for me to watch that film. And so Nomadland obviously takes my pick. I think all of these films are deserving, which I'm also very happy to say because I feel like in years past, we've watched the oscars and we're like why are these films even nominated for best picture yeah (laughs) all of these movies are great but nomadland resonates with me the most which obviously is my pick fuck yeah man cool yeah
0: that's a, that's a way to pick. That's a way to pick a best picture. Yeah. <laughs> that's good, man. That's awesome. Man.
4: She
3: goes for blood Thank in you. every single other category right? and then just dumps her how her heart out into the but microphone. She's also for like best that, picture. That, that's
4: the I odds respect pick. It. Yeah. Like, I, I respect it. Like
2: respect Lane the one yeah, that's probably her, gonna win. Yeah. She's
5: still probably yeah. gonna win on her. Heart on
2: points. Is the blood, it's gonna win. No Madland's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. gonna win. Uh, that's yeah. that's also it's also a safe bet. That's my safe bet. I would love to I would love to see Sound Metal win. I would love to see Minari win. I would love to see the father win, but I'm pretty confident no Madland's gonna take it. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or to five
2: bloods, vote. we'll see. Or to five bloods. Or defy Spike bloods.
4: Lee could just charge in there and just take
2: it, take it away. It's if, anyone, if
4: anyone could could take it, it'd be him. Okay. Uh, my votes for sound of metal, I think with I think best picture is like both a category that is inevitable, <laughs> but is also like so strange inevitable i know what i did um
0: it's inevitable
4: and inevitable uh it's inevitable um because it's like well what does that like mean? what does that like mean like what does the best picture mean and i i think like every year i give myself like a new definition for it but i feel like it's it's a movie that just kind of checks like most of the boxes if not all the boxes for the biggest audience you know and so like you know you can have these like really cool like artistic movies or even like something that like is super big budget and breaks the glass ceiling like Black Panther um but it's like something that you can like show to anyone and be like yo you can fuck with this movie like anyone can fuck with this movie i think that's Parasite. like yeah i think that's why the oscars are cool because like it does elevate and showcase a lot of movies that you know a lot of people may have never heard of or right. never seen and it does like show some limelight obviously there's a lot of caveats and not great stuff that comes with the oscars and with this kind of like funneling to the top of, uh, art. But I think, you know, it's a double-edged sword in a lot of ways. Uh, but for me, it's sound of metal. Cause I think sound of metal just kind of like checks the most boxes. And I think you could really show that movie to anyone and it can resonate with all those people, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's not to say that any of these other movies couldn't, I just think that sound of metal casts a wider net that I really appreciate. And, you know, I kind of have the same logic when I, like, write my, like, top ten list, where it's, like, what's the best movie of the year? What's my favorite movie of the year? And, like, you know, like, Promising Young Woman is, like, kind of, like, more my taste. It's bolder. It's a little bit more aggressive. I like its color. I like its cinematography. I like its attitude. It's more of, like, a me movie. But Sound of Metal, I think, really deserves the win because I think so many people need to see it.
5: Cool. Not yeah. to take
4: away from any of the other
0: movies. Cool. No, not at all. I, I mean, for I, sure. I would probably be happy with any of these movies winning besides The Trial of the Chicago 7.
3: <laughs> we can all agree on yeah, that.
0: This is kind That's of the odd, boring. What, the odd duck. I don't yeah. know, man. Leave me alone. <laughs>
4: yeah. I, I feel you. Yeah.
1: So, Jack, what are you feeling?
3: I mean, if I went with... The movie that resonated with me personally the most, it would probably be either Judas or Minari. I think those are both phenomenal movies that really touched me, Um, and I I thought were were really fantastic and deserve Best Picture. I'm going to say what The Academy is, and I can't believe none of you have said this yet, but like... Maybe I'm split on this because Mank is the most best picture ass movie on this list, Ooh. in my opinion, that I fucking could pick. But I also think that the, uh, the Academy would prefer to commit um, simultaneous seppuku um, than give Best Picture to Netflix. Sure. So that makes that more difficult for me. I think Sound of Metal is a very special movie, and I totally would love to see it win. And I think also you make a very strong case for Nomadland, Bernadette. So you know, um, I'm gonna go with uh, Trial boy. of Stryker
2: Seven. I love Menard. The father, I
3: feel like, is the dark <laughs> horse that they're just gonna like recognize all that shit and be like, that's all super cool. But we're gonna pick this other one because it's gonna make the least amount of people mad because no one's seen it. So that's the one.
1: I mean, also not a bad choice. Minari no. is good movie. It also sounds like a great movie, Nomad to be fair. Can't wait
3: to see it. like
0: the shoe-in.
1: Minari so
4: is like nipping at its fucking heels it's really right good. now. Like I, Yeah, I think Nomadland is the is the front runner, right? Right. Like,
0: I think that's- Well, yeah. Nomadland was kind of just like, it was Nomadland's to lose, but then Minari hit and just became this gigantic thing. The thing. It's yeah. fucking like close. Like, if it wasn't for something like Nomadland and Minari, I agree with Jack. Mank would be like, Oh god. Oscar would just be like, That's exactly what I want, baby. You're doing it for but me. But Oscar hates yes, yes, Netflix. yes. but uh, <laughs> given given the times right now, Nomadland and Minari are uh are better movies than Mank. Um given everything that they are. Minari I think and Nomadland watched... were made outside the system. Mank was made very much inside the system by- Mank is the system. It yeah. is the, it's about the Besides system. Besides the Netflix you know? thing. So Besides the Netflix yeah. thing. It's what it is.
2: Were
1: you going to say, Bird? Oh, yeah. I was going to say, when I watched Mank, I was like, I think I would like this much more if we didn't already have this. Sure. You know, mm-hmm. like I was just like, yes, this is very, very good, but it's now the time to have like this male-driven story in old Hollywood. Is is right. now the time? But yeah, right. I also very much enjoyed it, but I was ready to enjoy other films more.
0: Right, and it's it's I, it's I mean the unfortunate thing that Mank was made three years ago, essentially. Like they right. didn't know mm-hmm. they were like, we'll release it for the twenty twenty one awards season. And they were like, great, cool. And they were like, nothing will be weird that year. (laughs) It'll be fine. We're going to sweep it. (laughs) And then everything happened. They're like, so do we still release it? And it's like, well, we have to. We've been waiting three years already. We have to do it. Right.
3: I mean, it'll be interesting to see if the Academy continues a more progressive trend. I think Parasite was a progressive pick. Yeah. In that regard. Uh, or if the Academy does like a whiplash. And I honestly think that's why like the father might genuinely have a pretty good shot. They didn't nominate Is whiplash. because I feel like if...
0: What, well, sorry? They didn't nominate
3: whiplash. Go ahead.
2: No, that's not what he's talking about. One more
3: time. The movie Whiplash?
2: They
0: he, didn't nominate that. He, no, he knows. knows.
2: He, oh, all right. Stop. He
3: knows. He's doing a Um, <laughs> I I feel like this the father is actually like the safe Academy pick here. It's like... That's true too. Yeah. You guys talked it up very highly. Uh,
2: Hopefully not but. too highly. It's a
0: good movie. It's it's just like I get why people wouldn't watch it. It's a fucking, it's a downer. I wouldn't watch it because
2: I
3: couldn't. Well, well, you can rent it. You what
2: can are you rent talking it. About
3: rent it. The Blockbuster closed, dude. What am I supposed to
2: do?
3: <laughs> Go to Washington?
2: Yeah.
4: I I feel like the the Academy pandering, and that's like you know really draw out this conversation. But I feel like the 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 criticism of the uh, Academy being kind of like pandering to certain movies. Like I feel you can use that logic for like all of these kind of like, it's like a list of movies where Mm. it's just like, well, I mean if they're gonna pander, like they have the they have so much things they can pander to sure. if they choose, you know. Like I think probably so the most icon subversive icon is one hard, is probably
3: you know? Sound of Metal. Yes. Right? I yes. feel for like
0: sure. we can agree, I agree on with that. that. Sure, yeah, yes. for sure. Yeah. And like uh the, the voters, like I don't think from my understanding of how it works, like studios pander. Uh, the voters don't yeah. need to pander because it's all it's all anonymous. Like they just they get sure. they get sent all the screeners for like the possible nominations. How and do you
2: get selected to be in it? Because I know that they've been studios trying. Studios push for
0: it. They release screeners and send it to people. They right, but send I mean, how do you get amount. to be
2: the people that gets to to, to vote see them? Yeah, you're in the guild. In the
0: Academy Awards, it's you're in the Guild. The Screen Actors Guild, you are voted on by your peers.
2: So is it true that... Or
0: if you've also won an Academy Award, which kind of part and parcel, you're already in the Guild because that's how you get nominated.
3: But I mean, it is true also that that studios lobby their movies.
2: Sure. But I read and that so they were trying to expand movies. the guild this year for younger and more races. And, the past four yeah.
0: years, they have completely revolutionized the guild. That's that's why Parasite happened the other year. Mm-hmm. is because they got rid of a lot of old people, brought in a lot of young people, got rid of a lot of white people, and brought in a lot of people of color mm-hmm. um, into mm-hmm. most of the guild that is doing stuff. And that's going to keep happening over the next couple years. So that's one of those things where it's just like you don't fucking know. Like Mank would be like a shoe in five years ago, but right now, right, Minari might just like swoop in. Dude, Sound of Metal might swoop in. Who knows? Like I, I really don't know. Parasite, I think those won would be the most, the two most exciting. Games. and totally. best Picture, yeah. What the fuck? I Minari don't or Sound of Metal yet.
3: would be really fucking
0: awesome. I would, love, be great. I'd love, to I would love, love to see that. So would be Nomadland though. Like Chloe Zhao winning True. either best director or best picture is awesome. She's already got her break. She's doing the Eternal. She's doing this cool stuff. But like getting her anything would be
1: amazing. Yeah, Yeah, it was a lot of hard work she put in. So that'd be cool for that to be recognized. Not that no one else did hard work. Everyone did hard work.
3: It's a really good. Aaron, Aaron funded like, him. He work didn't work movies. hard. We can agree on that. <laughs> we
0: we often make fun of Oscars for being like, why the fuck was this? What? this is like a pretty solid Oscars this year. Like, yeah, yeah, these are all very good. All of the eight movies are very good movies. Like I agree I think with all, all the of categories these are
4: exciting. Yeah, like there's no like there's no Bohemian Rhapsody. There's no Green Book. There's not that many eye rolly movies. For a lot of them, it's like, yo, know, I've seen this. It kind of fucking. It either slaps or is like maybe one of the best movies I've ever seen. You know, yeah. like that's kind of the caliber we're talking about right now. It's pretty right, good. I'm with it.
0: And then you also got Pinocchio and Tenet in there.
1: Pinocchio and News of the World. i
0: good
4: movie. News of the World, pretty I good movie. There,
1: it's yeah, pretty so yeah. good. Yeah, I'm so sure it's okay. I
3: mean, at least he, there
4: wasn't a, like a Transformers he, movie he, in there. You've got
2: Hillbilly Elegy. Yeah,
0: we got Hillbilly Elegy, which everybody knows. Is is fine. Just leave it alone. <laughs> you don't need to watch fine. it. Just leave it alone. <laughs> Remember, it's fine.
1: We'll we'll get a Carrie Coon at some point. Man, and that will be Ugh. important.
2: Okay, yeah. the Nest, Jude Law, Carrie Coon. Is this They're the Nest corner at the end? So like, yeah. good. Carrie yeah. yeah. Coon Jude Law in the Nest
0: should have been nominated. Absolute bullshit. Most likely a guild thing. Sorry.
2: Yeah. Yeah, man.
0: Uh, thank you all for listening. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe. Give us a five star on Apple podcast. That really helps us please. And uh, remember to go to story where we got a bunch of like dumb shit like this too. So if you like this and you didn't not think dumb. it was dumb, dumb, there's more dumb shit like that over there. That's
5: not
1: dumb. So not dumb. It's hey. not dumb. Yeah.
0: Uh, Follow us on Twitter at story underscore screen. Follow us on Instagram at story underscore screen underscore beacon. We're also on Facebook at story screen beacon, New York. And of course, story screen beacon theater is up and running at 25% capacity. Soon to be 33% capacity. Just got the email while we were recording. this. Yeah. They're going to do it like that. They don't fucking care about us. Nobody, nobody cares about movie theaters right
4: now. I guess so. Uh, But we're
0: doing absolutely awesome. We're showing a bunch of cool movies. We're doing,
4: Mortal Kombat
0: next week, and I just booked in the Earth. And woo! Um, oh, thank goodness! That was uh, together, together. I don't have to drive out to Blockbuster. For together, together. And I got together, <laughs> together, together from Bleecker Street, who is very difficult to deal with. But don't say I, that online. <laughs> they were very difficult. They know that they were. They were but very we're difficult. So you to show the much to one. Them. The one. Thank listener. you very much for, for allowing like, us to fuck. show your movie that we're very excited to show. So we're showing a bunch of stuff. Uh, make sure you follow us on all those things. Sign up for our newsletter on our website. And uh, we're doing a bunch of cool stuff. Uh, exclusive content. We mentioned it earlier, but it, just in case you skipped over that because you were annoyed because Robbie was talking about animation too much. Um, it's fair. If you go to storiespeed.com, so, no, no, right. we have right. uh, exclusive right. content, $5 a month. Gets you access to loads of cool articles and podcasts that we have. Uh, that are only available to our exclusive content members. One of those being Colette stuff that myself and Burn host. And the other one that's going on right now is 8 Bits, the video game film adaptation retrospective series that myself and Robbie are doing. Woo woo. Loads of cool stuff. Uh, thank you guys for joining me today. Or no, we did this together. This isn't over drinkers yet. So.
1: Thanks to Thank everyone. you guys for getting together. Yay. And thanks for everyone Yay. for listening.
0: <laughs> Woo. Yay. What's uh, the one movie that didn't get nominated for an Academy Award that you guys wish did?
2: Oof. I already told you.
1: David Burns, American Utopia for Fuck documentary. Yeah. <laughs> yep.
2: Yep. Uh, I already said to five bloods. What's one? What? Say it again. Maybe I'm thinking of ending one things. Th- should have gotten nominated. One
4: night in Miami. That too. One <laughs> night in Miami. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck, mm-hmm. man? That did
3: get nominated for stuff though.
1: And Not then enough. and then Possessor, probably too. Yeah. Uh, I'd I probably say yeah.
0: Jesse Buckley for uh I'm thinking of anything. Yeah.
5: Yeah. It's a fucking great be good.
0: performance. Let's get
2: yeah, it. dude. Uh Byrne brought it up when we were talking about other stuff. Uh Baccarat did not get nominated yeah. for international. And that was a
4: one hundred
0: percent not a guild movie. Oh, and his house too. His, his house. house was mad good. Yeah, yeah. I would have. His uh, house did not play in theaters.
2: Yeah, I would have said uh, swallow should have gotten nominated for like mm. production, costumes, yeah, all, all the stuff. Swallow he have a category guild?
4: for like makes me uncomfortable? Yeah. His house and yeah. swallow and can swallow. See <laughs>
0: Swallow might be also one of those things where it was released at like TIFF a, a full year before yeah. so technically it doesn't qualify yeah. it could be one of those I
2: things. would say uh, something I've mentioned before Never Rarely Sometimes Always I feel oh, like Oh, we didn't even talk about Never Absolutely. Rarely I feel like, we'll I feel like that could have gotten nominated for directing and for screenplay easy but Best it Best Actress
0: not. Best Supporting Actress Supporting Actress yes. totally
2: yeah could have gotten nominated
0: Best but, Cinematography uh, sure. too I give yeah. it to that
2: didn't get nominated oh well okay that's All it. right, that's it.
5: Bye-bye. Right, bye bye. All right, bye. All right, bye, everybody. Bye.
2: bye.
4: <laughs>